0: Back home smoking legal, people. I got more slaps than a beetle. Foy shit running on diesel dog. Playing with my native
1: shit is lethal dog. Don Corleone. Trust me at the top, it isn't lonely. Welcome back. We have returned. Some of y'all probably thought it might never happen, but we're back. No clue podcast.
2: We are back, and I apologize. I had some things going on, man. Finishing up the semester. No, we
1: both we both did. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: I had surgery recently, so.
2: Oh yeah, that's right, man. How did it went? Okay.
1: Yeah, man, it's all good. I'm doing good. I'm I'm about to start walking pretty soon.
2: Okay. Cool. 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 Um. All right. Uh. As usual. Welcome to yeah, the am Cool Podcast.
1: Go ahead. I'm Mike, as always.
2: And I'm Tyler. We're here. We're going to get right into it, man. We got a lot to talk a lot, about. A lot to catch up missed. on. Yeah, kind of a wild couple weeks.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I honestly, like, I was a little disappointed because there's stuff that came up I literally wanted to discuss with you and I didn't really get a chance to.
2: Yeah, yeah, same. All right, let's get it.
1: Which one go into first? Football?
2: Yeah, let's get football out of the way. Well, uh, what, I'll not
3: do the, the big thing.
1: a lot. <clears throat> uh, Lamar Jackson. That's that's what my my head went to first.
2: Okay. What do you think?
1: I gotta say, man. They continue. I mean, they granted they lost this past weekend, and he got hurt.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but he he had a phenomenal game this weekend. I thought.
2: Yeah, I think he did too.
1: This was his first good. Like he made great passes. Yeah, of course he's still gonna run the ball well. So, and the Ravens are really good.
2: Yeah, they are. They're they're better than um they seemed earlier this se- in the season.
3: Right.
1: It's unfortunate they're gonna have to go back to Flacco.
2: Well, they said uh, Lamar starting Sunday.
1: Oh, he's he's cleared to go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they said Flacco will back was... him up Sunday. Okay, cool. I was a little nervous because you know Flacco got the pedigree, he's got the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, hey, Lamar's doing it. I mean, and the, and they played, you know, arguably the best team in the league. So, right. it, I mean, great game. They only lost, but in overtime. So,
1: phenomenal game. One of the, I, I swear, the top like five games of the year have all been Chiefs games. The
2: Chiefs are like. They are Showtime football, man. They are. They are Showtime. <laughs> you will see a highlight every Chiefs game. Yep. Seriously. Um Yeah, man. So shout out Lamar, man. He he's playing very yep. is
1: well. Is it like the problem is I'm a little nervous is it sustainable? Um to play like that?
2: I I think it is because he he doesn't show his full package every game. Right. You know? But and he he hasn't really gotten like a crazy run yet, but he's capable of it. And I think if um uh you know how in basketball they always say you can't teach height.
3: Mhm.
2: With him quarterbacks, you can't teach quarterbacks. Like quarterbacks can't learn to run like he does. You can learn yeah, how to pass better. It's it's you like mean, a natural
1: a... instinct. It is.
2: It is. So you, I
1: think you, you once he like... learn,
2: he can learn how to be a better passer, and um, you know have better accuracy. That comes with just practice. But you can't practice what he already has. So um, I think it's gonna be good, man. I mean,
1: I also think Baltimore is like the perfect team for him. Defense, run the ball. I agree. Like they're built for him to succeed. Like I don't know if he could go to like I don't know Kansas City and and you know put up good numbers, but yeah,
2: and he gets he gets good time for because he kind of throws slow. He's a slow mm-hmm. arm, and um he gets good timing for his right. you know for him to get a pass off. And I don't think he would be able to do that at other places, like you said, like the Chiefs, like the Seahawks, where he might have to run on the move. I mean, ha- might have to throw on the move. I don't think he can do that. That's not really... I mean, he can do that, but not to the distance that he would need to do on those teams. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah I think they are a good team for him. And they have short pass receivers, too. Their receivers right. are good on, on the short uh, routes. And yeah,
1: that's they, what he needs. All their players are underrated. Like, they don't really have big-name guys. No, they don't. Like if casual fans won't be able to name you multiple Baltimore players.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Not Yeah, really. I think going into the season, the only guys I knew really off the top of my head were guys that are on defense.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know many of the offensive players well, going into the season. I do now, but yeah, man, they they're making names. The other These thing are, is
1: Pittsburgh is falling apart too. So they're right. They're set to take the division.
2: Right, they are. If
1: they clear the board from here on out,
2: yeah, and and you know, Lamar is what three and one, starting.
1: Yes, three and one. Yeah, man, he's
2: he's he brought them like to where they are. Yeah. Let's see, without him, what were they? They were four and five, four and five. Right. Yeah, I mean...
1: No, he added he added a new element that Baltimore, like, hasn't had in years, if ever.
2: Yeah. And he's being a... He's a good leader. A right. young leader. A good leader. I
1: hope, I hope they give him enough of a chance, like... Because he's going to play bad at times. Uh-huh. I just hope that they stick with him long enough for him to, like, be able to fight through that and really figure it out. Yeah, that... And I also hope he
2: take some more chances i hope the team gives him enough confidence that he can take chances okay um because you can take chances and be afraid that you're done if you take that chance you know kind of how rg3 was he took some chances he shouldn't have taken you know he got hurt a couple times and that's it but i think if um if lamar can take some chances and you know um Go for it it more often, in the in the play. Like some plays, they just seem safe when I watch him play. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. I mean, you could have tried. He could have tried that, and you know, it takes confidence from your team to feel like you can try something, and the consequences aren't so drastic.
1: And coaching staff.
2: Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, hopefully, he gets that confidence where he can take chances because. The guys who play like him, the Michael Vick's, he's one of the king of taking chances.
3: Hmm.
2: You know.
1: I know. I got you. Yeah, I agree. Um,
2: but yeah, shout out to Lamar and the hmm. Ravens.
1: Speaking of coaching staffs, uh, Packers coach got fired because <laughs> they officially are out of the playoffs. Good move. Why the fuck did it take so long? <laughs>
2: I don't know, man. I really don't know. I don't know
1: what the fuck is going on with Green Bay, but I feel like any other roster, if they have a probably the number 1 or the number 2 quarterback, they'll like they'll find a way to be successful.
2: And every other roster that has a top 5 quarterback, is, a top 5 quarterback is more successful than Green yeah. Bay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It it just I don't understand how the Packers roster is so garbage.
2: And they play garbage Yeah The thing is is With a the quarterback There was times where the Patriots didn't seem that good Until Brady made them that good mm-hmm. And I don't know why Rodgers Like why that doesn't work for Rodgers Because um, You could look at a lot of the Best quarterbacks ever And you look at a receiver And you could say you know what He really made that receiver You know what I'm saying yeah, it, like Romo made Witten for a long time,
1: and Des Bryant. It seems like
2: and Des, yeah, he. he I mean, without Romo, those guys were weren't what they are with him. But with mm-hmm. Rodgers, for some reason, it's just Rodgers. And like, if you're not good, you can't play with Rodgers. Because I, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it it seems like that same dynamic doesn't work with him.
1: Yeah, it's tough, man. I don't know, but I'm glad they fired him. It's it's like two years late, but Mike McCarthy (laughs) clearly had no no control of that franchise, like no control of that roster. Yeah. I mean, how many times has Roger said some shit about them or like a player has quit? You remember what Ty Montgomery did? Uh, Fumbling the ball and then like quitting on the fucking team, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like shit like that. If you have a if you have a great coach, that's not gonna happen. Right. Like, right. So I I don't know, man. That's I'm I'm glad they did it though. It's a good move, like you said. Yeah,
2: good move. What um, this is off topic, and I'm sure we have more important things to talk about. <laughs> What's up with the Raiders, man? Like. What- <laughs> they're rebuilding so
1: bad they're rebuilding (laughs) they're terrible this is this is my thought process so Uh they they hired john gruden and not a lot of people know that he has a insane 10-year deal i
2: i I knew that i knew it was one of the most ridiculous deals ever because
1: that is insanity to me
2: i didn't even believe it when (laughs) right when I saw it on ESPN that morning, I was like, "What? What is yeah, my that?" My first
1: thought was like, "Is that even legal? <laughs> like, what is going on here?" Yeah, yeah. So the idea, I think, I think they're rebuilding, man. I think he's he's he got rid of some of the star players, and of course, I just want to say Khalil Mack is probably the best linebacker in football, or one of the best pass rushers in football. Right. And since Amari Cooper has left, I mean, he's been amazing in Dallas.
2: (laughs) He has. He won the game for him twice since he's been
1: on there. And what's, like, Dak Prescott's not that great. So, you know what I mean? Like, you really got a problem if he can't thrive in your system. Right. But, yeah, man, I think they're rebuilding. I think because he has so much time, he wants to build a franchise that, like, with his players, his... His kind of culture, which it looks awful now. And, I mean, Philly, Philly did the same thing in basketball for years and got away with it.
2: Yeah, but there's only five players in basketball. It's like... <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. The whole Raiders
1: team is trash. That's, that's what the part I'm saying. I don't understand. It's inexcusable to me that, like, you could just go into a rebuild Like, of course, they'll never admit that and they'll never, you know, approach it that way in public. But I I really feel like that's what's going on.
2: I just don't understand how (laughs) you have everyone Everyone trash. trash. Lynch
1: is 40 years old. He's the best player on the team. (laughs) Dude, Derek Carr looks like he he doesn't belong in the NFL at times. Yeah, like what? I I, I don't understand. He was an MVP candidate two years ago. And. Gruden is the quarterback guru, right? <laughs> that ship has fucking sailed.
2: <laughs> he'll never let the he'll never sit in that little office and <laughs> fuck break down no. the quarterbacks anymore.
1: <laughs> right. He he was he was the one who was like, "Oh, I have a quarterback now for Derek Carr." Like, "Come on, bro. Get get out of here." Yeah. I feel terrible too cuz the Raiders have been so trash for so long. And, like, they were – it seemed like they were on the verge of success.
2: They keep having, like, bus, bus draft, draft picks. picks. And like, I remember a lot of times people would be excited about them getting a draft pick and then it never – nothing ever happened from it. And they never got better.
1: I don't, I don't yeah, get it. they got that. rid of their two best picks. I can't <laughs> – I can't explain to you getting rid of Khalil Mack –
2: I can't. There's name. just
1: there's no explanation for it.
2: He's the best defensive
1: player in the league, right? <laughs> he, dude, yeah. I feel like he's single handedly made Chicago a great team. Almost.
2: I can't name three other players on Chicago.
1: Their uh, cor- their cornerbacks are really good, I think. But yeah, I, I agree with you. They they don't have like big name players either.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. He, they don't have big names, and he's he makes people watch them.
1: Yeah. Speaking of right. Chicago, I watched them this weekend. Uh, beat the the Rams.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: One of the most impressive wins I've seen this year. Okay. Did they? I mean, they shut the Rams had seven points, but it was I think it was garbage time, or maybe maybe even six points. Mm-hmm. But man, the job they did, and on offense, they're not good uh, because Trubisky's not good. Right. But their coaching, their coaching staff, man, like if you watch them, they find these creative plays, and Trubisky gets the ball out so quick, so he doesn't have to, you know, make bad decisions, which he will if if you put him in the pocket for too long.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, man, they're they're a real team. They're really well coached. Now, are they going to go far in the playoffs? I don't know that because their quarterback is bad. Right. I think Trubisky's a bad quarterback. I don't think he's average. I don't think he's below average. I think he's just bad. <laughs> so, I mean, like, he makes these awful decisions that there's, like, nobody can explain. Right. And he doesn't have the most important feature of a quarterback, which is accuracy. Right. Like, he's not accurate at all. So, but they're nine and four. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I had to look up their coach after the game because he was, he was just like calling. They threw a, they threw a touchdown uh, this weekend to an offensive lineman, <laughs> and like you, if you watch it on replay, they designed the play to work like that. Who's their coach? Matt Nagy. Oh, okay. Never, never heard of him before this year.
2: What's his credentials, Dina?
1: I didn't. I didn't look up his history. I think he comes. He comes from like he was. He was a coordinator for a while under somebody. I think Andy Reid, maybe.
2: Oh, Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. So. This year. this year, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is first year coaching. I didn't
1: know that. Yeah, he's he. I I better hear his name come up in Coach of the Year uh, conversations.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: But, yeah, that's it for football, man. I, I We're going to get into it more. We'll probably make some Super Bowl picks uh, at the end of the year.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, cool I'm going
1: to be watching these next few weeks a little bit closer to see which teams are really, like, figuring it out.
2: Yeah. Let, <laughs> let me say this. Let me say this. Um, um, And I told you, but Mahomes, man, yeah. I've never seen <laughs> – I haven't seen Ooh. anything like that in a long time. I won't say I've never yeah. seen anything like it. But he's ridiculous. This is ridiculous.
1: That he's, throw he that throw he made when he was running to his right all the way down the field to Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Was insane.
2: And he was going full speed. They said like yep. that's the fastest running throw. Like he's Do that shit for I don't like even 40 know. yards. I don't even know how to describe I don't know what to say. <laughs> he's just ridiculous. He's, Yes. Um and I told you but I when when I was watching that Ravens game, although I was I wasn't rooting for either team, but I was kind of on Lamar Jackson's side cuz I'm happy for I want him to win. But I'm sitting there watching Patrick Mahomes and I just I can just feel like I'm watching one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen. And I know it's early. I know it is. And I'm not saying Mary. he is one of the greatest, but that that's the emotion I felt watching it. It was just, I was just in awe. I don't, like the last time I felt like that was when, um, the I think it was two Super Bowls ago, when Brady came back like by two touchdowns, you know
3: what yeah. I'm talking about?
1: Yeah.
2: At that moment, I was like, I'm watching one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever touch a football. Maybe right had time. a
1: number of those moments
2: He has, he has for sure But this This game When I was watching Mahomes I had that same feeling Like wow this guy is It's historical How amazing he is How creative it's, um, He reminds me I mean I know people say uh, Rodgers a lot In comparison And I know I'm not a football player. I don't watch. I haven't watched football my whole life, so I I won't say I know more than anyone who has watched football their whole lives. But for me, I see a lot of um, Roethlisberger in him, and just in the creativity. Yeah, it's just
1: you know, he goes anything... into like like a backyard mode or like you know like pee wee football mode.
2: <laughs> yeah, street is street. He's yeah. NFL street. Yeah,
1: it really is.
2: And the best one I've ever seen do that was Roethlisberger, and now He's a little old, and he's not as nice as he was at it. Before, now he's making he questionable choices. Yeah, but I mean, was it was it earlier this year when he threw that like, um, he threw like
1: <laughs> a thirty-yard lateral or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Who Ben or Mahomes? Ben, Ben. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. That was
2: that's what I'm talking about. That's something Mahomes, I can see Mahomes doing though. They have that kind of mind. It's like, okay, what can I do? I, I got to just make something up on the fly, and it works. They can, they're good enough to do it. And um, just shout out Patrick Mahomes, man. Definitely. That's all I gotta say. If you are listening and you have not watched, you have not seen Patrick Mahomes play this year. You you have to. I mean. It's a pleasure to watch. It is. And I hope he continues to do it for a long time. But, yeah, man, that's all I got. I got. It. I had to say it.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I'll give a quick shout-out, and I won't go into it because I haven't watched them literally at all. But uh, the Colts have won 6 of 7. Andrew Luck wow. is back.
2: He's, He's back 30, from college? 34.
1: <laughs> I mean, he, he was out for like two years with the neck thing.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true,
1: yeah. Yes, I thought you
2: meant back as in, like, playing fire.
1: Yeah, he. I mean, no, he's having a great year. I had a little too many picks, but, I mean, Mahomes has a, a few picks, too, so.
2: Yeah, yeah. And um, Luck has an arm, man. He does. I, m- I mean, it, when you throw as far as he does sometimes, it's hard not to have a couple picks.
1: Um. So, yeah, he's nice. Um, all right man let's get into basketball all
2: right let's do it what's up where are we starting
1: I don't know what's caught your eye the last few weeks
2: um why can't Jimmy Butler like stay out of drama it's like every I don't know, week man. Is something new with Jimmy like dude you're on a team you like you're happy just shut up and play shut up and dribble <laughs> Like, he keeps talking about stuff that's over with. Like, he... Well, yesterday he... um, Was it today or yesterday? He came out and, like, said what really happened at the practice and stuff. At the Minnesota practice. Like, mm-hmm. who needed to know that
3: now?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it's strange to me.
2: But, that's, that's really not important, though. As far as the uh, actual game, the on-the-court stuff... I, um Steph is back eating um chasing more 3 point records.
1: My god, he is unfucking stoppable. <laughs> he's like like, he's it, like it about is to pass so who are playing. It is so like I've never seen anybody dominate outside of maybe like Kobe's peak scoring years. Yeah. But even still, man, so many, Kobe had to work for it so many nights.
2: He did, yeah.
1: Like, man, with Steph, like, he'll, he'll drop 18, 20 and a quarter, and, like, he won't even really break a sweat.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it is different, too, because Kobe didn't have other weapons yeah, like yeah. Steph does, you know? Because right. Clay could pump fake, and two people are out there. And yeah. It, and then Steph is just Steph sitting in the corner, corner. <laughs> sets his feet in his cash. But you're right though. I'm with you. Maybe Iverson. It's just, it is ridiculous how his all the great
1: court. scorers like they always have to work. I feel like yeah they do. But with with him, it just you never feel like <laughs> just watching him. It just looks so easy.
2: The thing is, I don't think if he was in their um, situation, he'd be working much harder. I right. still think he'd be working. I still think it would be easy. Maybe not as easy, not as easy, but I I think he can just score. He's just a scoring machine. It's crazy. He's
1: probably I would say he's the most dangerous like threat I've ever seen. Okay. Like just like some even some this year he hasn't had really bad games, but in the past when he plays poorly Sometimes the Warriors are still fired because of how nuclear he is.
2: Yeah. And, and and because he's a threat, no matter how bad he's playing, you can't just say, you know, he's having an off night. I'm not going to go out there. I'm not going to go 35 feet from the basket and guard right. him because he's off. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> he can miss his first six and make his next 12. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm. I agree with you. For the most part, for sure, I think that um, it's just hard because he does have the luxury of a really good team. That's it, though.
1: Yeah, speaking of really good team, uh, you see what Durant said—the shouting out all the greats except LBJ.
2: <laughs> nah, no, I didn't see that. He went
1: like he went like uh, he basically said like some of the greatest players I've ever seen, or uh, like Jordan, Kobe. Um, what was he Kyrie? About? Just, like, great players, I think. Just, like, like uh-huh. legendary all-time players.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Like, he was just, like, Jordan, Kobe. He named, he named, like, Kyrie. And, like, I think somebody else I can't remember, but it was, like, it was clear that he was specifically avoiding naming LeBron. Because, <laughs> like, you don't make an all-time list without LeBron.
2: No, you don't. By any means. <laughs> In position.
1: I looked at that shit and I'm like, dude, you are such a fucking bitch for that.
2: LeBron is on the all time greats for four different positions. Right. <laughs> That's what's crazy. He's all time so great point me, guards, man. small forwards and power forwards.
1: Like what's Whatever. up with them? Why did they huh? get so petty all of a sudden? Why are they shitting on the Cavs all like all the time now? Who? The Golden State. I just, I don't get it. They sound oh, so like.
2: Like the Cavs now?
1: Yeah, it just does. Like Clay was talking shit about them. And
2: oh, because Tristan Thompson still talks trash. Who cares, they, though? And they like,
1: suck. They do suck, yeah.
2: They're the worst team in the league, and Tristan Thompson is still saying that they're a rivalry with the Warriors. So, Roy- so the Warriors say, okay, you want a rivalry? Well, check this out.
1: <laughs> I just would expect them to be above that shit, especially Clay, who never says anything.
2: You know, all of a sudden, cool.
1: he's talking about how being a uh, petty gets you one and eight in the finals. Like, bro, you didn't make that. Didn't happen until Durant got there, <laughs> right? So you don't look tough saying that shit, right? Like last time Durant wasn't there, you guys were a fucking joke. Like literally, you were the punchline of probably one of the funniest jokes in basketball history.
2: The the blue of three yeah, like that shit was
1: all over social media for the whole year.
2: It still comes on there sometimes. They still exactly do that, you know. Let's not forget.
1: I don't know, man. Yeah. It really pisses me off that they'd be coming out with these petty ass statements like, dude, you really really gonna make an all time list and you like you're not gonna mention LeBron but Kyrie made it? Kyrie's in your list, but you're going to not mention LeBron. Okay.
2: That's just, it's just a mockery to even put Kyrie in any all time list, unless you're strictly talking about handles, in my opinion, or cavalier point guards. Any other list, he doesn't make any other list to me.
3: Yeah.
1: Kyrie, I feel like Kyrie's overall legacy could, at the end of his career, be like inflated just because of his game seven performance.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and just because he played with LeBron.
1: Right, which was phenomenal. I mean, he's like that whole last three games when they came back. He was phenomenal.
2: He was, yeah.
1: But to take the last game for him, you're right. Um, To take that and just call him an all time great, like,
2: yeah. I don't know. And i I think Kyrie is capable of being that in a way. Even though for people who listen to the last podcast, the stuff I said about Kyrie, right. Or maybe it was two two podcasts ago, but his leadership has nothing to do with his talent. He's, you know, immensely talented. It's just, you know, it's will,
1: we're living I in the say, moment. I will say Boston's starting to figure it out slowly but surely.
2: Yeah, they are.
1: They won, I think, what six in a row, something like that. Yeah,
2: they they are. They're playing a lot better. Is it's the shot distribution, man? Right. That's, uh, they once they figure that out, they'll be all right. Um, you know Stevens, Brad Stevens will do that. Um, speaking of the lists, um, Iverson's list. Did you have a problem with it?
1: Oh, remind me of his list real quick, just so I don't forget anybody.
2: His starting five was Steph, Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, and Shaq. And then, no uh problems. right. That's why I didn't have a problem either. I mean, what, <laughs> who really? <laughs> I mean, I can't argue anyone else going in those spots. I mean, I could say, I could say Magic because magic, magic is a six ten point guard, you know, and one of the greatest passers ever. But you know, you have Magic or you have Steph. What are you right. losing? If
1: you think about, they both revolutionized the game in different ways.
2: Yeah, they did. So, playing right now, I would take Steph. I don't want Magic playing right now. Ben Simmons is already doing what Magic did right now.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, it, in...
1: That's what it looks like in modern basketball, I feel like.
2: Yeah, I'm obviously, Magic is way better than Ben Simmons. Before people think I'm disrespecting Magic. He is the GOAT, in my opinion, at point guard. But, in this... Game right now Is not a game Tailored for his game He probably would be He's so good though He probably would Revolutionize The revolutionized Part of the game Because he was just that Much better than everybody Yeah But Um If we were playing In the league right now I'd want Steph Starting at point guard Because he's the best Point guard in the league Right now Yeah I have
1: no issues At all with his list.
2: Yeah I mean I mean, I don't I don't like to talk about Stephen A and Max on here. But
1: right. yeah, okay.
2: Stephen A put Durant instead of Kobe. Uh Max put Le- um Larry Bird instead of uh Kobe. I think he I think he put Magic instead of Steph and he had Magic and Bird instead of uh Kobe and Shaq or something. I don't know, something crazy, man. It was just like it's
1: really, it's no
2: point in arguing that list. I all. feel
1: like ever since Kobe retired, like, people have been shitting on him. Kobe. Wasn't... <clears throat> Go ahead. I wasn't a super Kobe fan, in, like, when he was playing. I, I loved watching him, but, you know, I was more a D. Wade guy for a long time. Uh-huh. But, like, I feel, like I feel bad for how people are, like, trashing how great he was.
2: Kobe, in my opinion, and this is crazy, it sounds crazy, but if you hear me out, I think Kobe is one of the most underrated players ever, to me, now, at this point. It's just because, you know, there's some years where um, he just didn't have a good team, he got hurt a couple times, and it, it kind of blemished, it's like made people forgot about the crazy dominant years he had. I mean... Dude, he had 81 in a game. <laughs> what well, like me watching the um and I watched that 81 point game. Me watching the highlights does not do it justice from seeing it and saying when is he going to stop scoring? <laughs> and and you know he has 65 and you know he's getting the ball and you that was something else so special about Kobe that people miss and everyone i'm sure everyone in the world or everyone in the world should in their top 5 have kobe in their top 5 clutch so if you know 100% who is getting the ball at the end of the game there's 8 seconds on the clock you know who's getting it <laughs> and you don't you still can't stop him he has more game winners than anyone right
3: i'm
1: um, yeah i'm pretty sure
2: so uh, people People don't understand the greatness of that. If you know exactly who's gonna get the ball, you know exactly what he's gonna do, and you still can't stop him. How good does that make him?
1: Because people always say, okay. Go ahead.
2: Because people always say about Ben Simmons, you know, we know he can't shoot, so we're gonna back up, and you know, Ben Simmons is worthless in that game. Or we say, you know, DeAndre Jordan can't make free throws, so we're gonna keep fouling him. And then DeAndre has a rough game. I mean, not now, but, you know, the past couple years. Um, you want to chase Steph off the three-point line. Okay, Clay may get 40, but Steph only has, you know, 10 and 10, or 10 and 15. Okay, that's cool. Kobe was one person that no matter what your game plan was, you were not stopping him from getting baskets. And I I don't think people understand how big of a deal that was um and i you know i guess people didn't watch all the time and maybe when they did watch the people like uh, the millennials now maybe when they did watch it was kobe's towards the end of his career um but you know people miss it man they miss the dunks yeah,
1: dude it's so frustrating i feel like you know it really sucks i think is what's gonna happen is in 10 15 years like Kobe will get shit on probably even more and ignored in you know greatest of all time discussions. Yeah, and we're we're gonna be like the old heads trying to stand up for him and you know, (laughs) you know defend his how great he was, Mm -hmm. and we shouldn't have to do that.
2: (laughs) No, we shouldn't.
1: But I feel like that's gonna happen because I I think it happens with everybody pretty much except you know Jordan probably,
2: and it unfairly doesn't happen to Jordan. In my opinion.
1: I mean... I, I, I agree completely. You know I'm a Wizards fan, so you know I agree.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jordan, man... <laughs> the other thing is that... And I don't like to... Again, I mean no disrespect when I talk about these players. Because I... I Obviously, I respect Jordan as one of the greatest players ever, if not the, the greatest. If you argue that he's not the greatest, you can't argue he's not top three. I mean... You know, you can't argue that where he is solidified on Mount Rushmore. You um, know,
1: I'll say this real quick. Even if he's not the greatest in somebody's eyes, he's probably the most important player in basketball history.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. He is the most so important just, just player. Just saying
1: yeah. that, like, you don't even, I don't even care if, you don't, if somebody doesn't put him as his best player, like the best player of all time.
2: Yeah, because, you know, it greatest and best... Uh, I for me they're not always the same thing he is the greatest because he's he is greatness his yeah. accolades his his persona his um off the court on the court all that was great that is greatness is now being the best could only be on court uh, only skills he may not be the best at every single thing but great he's the greatest he has everything and um you know, I don't like to bring up teammates, but a lot of people often, you know, the Scotty, the D-Wade, the, you know, the duos thing, the Shaq, Kobe and Shaq, like they, the duos really messes up the argument for, I think, yeah. for the, individual um, stars. Players,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, it does. Because I think people forget how good D-Wade was alone. Also.
1: Before LeBron
2: got there, people forget D Wade was was MVP and he was a champion and he was the best shooting guard in the league for a while. When
1: Kobe was, you know, tearing up the league, D Wade was on the other side running it, actually winning.
2: Yeah, they were, they were the two best shooting guards on each coast. I mean, Kobe was the best in the West. D Wade was obviously the best in the East. Right. At the at the um two so. I think people forget that because they just remember LeBron being in Miami. But, um, D Wade wasn't as great as Kobe. But I'm saying I think D Wade will, will also be one of those guys that will be saying, no, you guys forget about D Wade. He was like that, you know? Uh, and then the other problem is, I had this argument with someone, um, the other day, um, because Barstool Sports. Ask Kobe who's the greatest player ever, LeBron or Jordan? Which is just so disrespectful to ask someone like Kobe that,
1: right? I'm like I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, man. Like they How really do you just look like
2: me in my face and tell me I'm not in the two options for the greatest player ever.
1: <laughs> so frustrating, man. that's what what kills me is like I'm not even a huge Kobe fan, and I feel like I have to defend him to people
2: yeah and you're not the only one i i have other friends who feel the same way you know um alex my best friend in l a he's he never liked Kobe and he grew up in l a and he he's the first guy doing the same thing man he's like you guys forget how good Kobe was right. Iverson said it you know people you guys must have forgot about Kobe how do you forget i i don't know um but the the thing is Kobe's response was it doesn't matter just enjoy everyone's game because you know it, no one can really say who the best is because it's it all comes down to preference at some point um and uh my argument i had with this other individual was um they use lebron's mvps and lebron's stats and stuff against the kobe and jordan debate And I said, well, um, as far as MVPs go, Kobe's game wasn't necessarily tailored for, like, MVP all the time. Like, like especially now, MVP has so much to do with stat stuffing. Um, That just wasn't Kobe. LeBron's in, like, the top 10 in every stat other than, like, blocks. And Kobe, you know, that just wasn't who he was. I mean Nash won two MVPs when Kobe was averaging thirty-five points a game.
1: Yeah, Nash was averaging like fifteen and ten.
2: <clears throat> yeah, and and like three steals. He was leading the league in steals every year too. Um, and he Nash was getting triple doubles as a six-two white boy. I can't even touch the rim, <laughs> you know, and which was amazing at the time and.
1: I don't want to disrespect Steve Nash too Because he was fire
2: He was fire, yeah, that's what I'm saying He he was, but Kobe was more dominant In the league, but That's not what MVP is all the time
1: Right, that's okay
2: It is, yeah, so it's not fair When people say, you know, LeBron has this many MVPs, Kobe has that many Kobe's game is not an MVP Kind of game, Westbrook I mean, can you say that Westbrook Is the best player in the league by Whoa. any means, but he's still an MVP candidate every year because of stats. You yeah. know, and he'd be an MVP candidate if he averaged a triple double at any time in history, unless it was when he was playing against Oscar Robertson. He'd still be an MVP candidate, averaging, you know, 26, 15, and 10, whatever he was doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, if you analyze how great somebody is from their MVP number, like how much MVPs they have, you don't really understand basketball. Exactly. Because there's so much more to it, like, uh, every, every, like, basketball guy says this, but there, there really is, like, an eye test to, to see who's great and who's not. There is.
2: There is. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, all right, let's... Current events. So let's get back to current events.
1: I do I have an apology to make. Okay. Um now I didn't really like shit on him when we talked about him before this season. So maybe I don't I don't know if I need to apologize really. Uh-huh. But I didn't think uh, Luka Luca Doncic was this good.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that too. I apologize too.
1: Damn. For not I giving like, him more props. I wasn't just sleep, I was fucking knocked out on
3: him
2: yeah i and I you know i I watched his euro basket games or I don't know what it's called, so I don't mean to disrespect the euro league, but I've watched his games over there, and um he was good, but I think because he plays like them, he didn't look so different, yeah, he didn't stand out and here I mean. You're right, man. He's he's legit. It's just
1: it's it's one of those things, man, where it's like a, a natural point guard thing. Where his numbers are never really that great. Yeah. But man, like if you watch Dallas, he's controlling the game. He's he's he always his game is always under control itself. Poised. Where nobody, he's so poised. So poised. Yeah, He just, he never, nobody really rattles him or nobody makes him do something he doesn't want to do. He's one of those Paul Pierce types where he'll, you you don't really know how he's doing it, but he'll get to whatever spot he's trying to get to.
2: Yeah. Yep. He reminds me of Ginobili a little bit. I think I said that before, but um, obviously he's more uh, of a point guard than Ginobili. He's not just a scorer like Ginobili was. Right. But sometimes when Ginobili was playing point he, That's when he reminds me of him That same He got the same step back and he goes to the hoop With the nice passes I mean and that could just be um, The European game And Ginobili was the Arguably the goat of the European game In America But um, I see some similarities To uh, Ginobili to me
1: I think he's unquestionably Rookie of the year right now
2: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It started out close, but he just his consistency. is Yeah, I mean, he and he's actually
1: like he's made Dallas a relevant team.
2: Yeah, he was he was a missing piece for Dallas for sure. Because as good as Dennis Smith is, he's not a good point guard to me. Right. He's a good player that plays point guard, but he's not a good point guard. And and that's no disrespect to him. It's just that's just not him obviously he's a freak athlete and he's a decent scorer he's pretty um tough but Doncic, um being the uh what's the word like the de facto point guard yeah. out there is is helping them
1: and i guess deandre jordan's another guy who doesn't really get any credit but he's been playing very well for them
2: yeah and you know, I, I backed off the free throw You know, his free throws have been amazing Right Him we're and we're talking Drum- Drummond free throws.
1: Huh? huh? Him and Drummond have improved Well, Drummond not as much, but
2: Yeah
3: but Drummond just, was already what, better. better So well,
2: it, it's Yeah, he probably didn't think he needed to work on it As much as DeAndre did Remember when um, Popovich would foul like DeAndre Right off Right in the beginning of the game, first quarter. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, you got that's it. it. Any more apologies? I I think that's
1: it for NBA. I mean, no no, apologies. No. Um, I do think (sighs) I I think the Rockets aren't fixable.
2: Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the Rockets are doing, man. But I, they
3: look so pathetic.
2: They want him know. for some
1: reason. Why not? JR, why?
2: Why are they getting all players that are all, they already have? <laughs> they have players that already do the same stuff they do.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah,
2: that reminds me about JR. Um why hasn't JR gotten picked up?
1: Did you see what he said uh earlier either today or yesterday? No, what did he say? The and you know the jump, the show on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. So T Mac is a frequent participant in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracy McGrady, for those of you who don't know, but um, <laughs> and he basically said that if it was a match between, and I don't know how the question came up, um, but Jr. basically said if T Mac and KD played one on one, KD would win, and it wouldn't even be close. <laughs> So T-Mac yeah, I, I see, <laughs> T Mac like, got a hold of this. I saw got a hold of them this info.
2: Side by side. Yeah. T Mac T- and Durant, but I didn't see what was going on.
1: T-, T Mac lit JR up. He was like, Who are you to like say something considering you just helped Durant win another championship by playing for the other team? You're the laughing stock score, of the league. He wouldn't score on either one of them one on one. Right.
2: Whoever got the ball first. Between T Mac and Durant would win the game, yeah. You're if right. they were doing make it take it or, uh, you know, or loser gets ball. Whoever got the ball first would win, cause it, they they would be so evenly matched in my opinion. Right. Um,
1: and Damn, another guy slept on. But we talking about Kobe for a while, but
2: yeah, like, T Mac for sure.
1: T Mac, like just cause he didn't have the playoff success, which is like I guess is one downfall that you could take away some credit. Yeah. But T Mac ran the league for a couple years. He did. It was weird though, because
2: he was like a um uh I, I guess I can't relate him to anybody I'll give you right I'll now.
1: give you a comparison from a guy we just talked about. Remember what I mentioned uh the Packers did to Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. That's what Orlando did to T Mac.
2: <laughs> they rebuilt around him and he was no, just no. there by himself.
1: Yeah, they just like they just said, "Oh, we have a great player," and that's fine. Like, we're not going to fucking help him.
2: Right. I tell you what, T- T-Mac and Kobe's battles were some of the most amazing battles I've ever seen. They were probably my and all the players Kobe played against, T-Mac was my favorite to watch him play against cuz T-Mac was coming right back every single time. <laughs> they would be playing one-on-one for 40 minutes. I used to love right. watching them play against each other, but yeah, I agree. Though they they did they they really they kind of screwed him when it came to that. And then Houston tried so hard. Yeah, to... but he
1: broke down shortly after he got there, which is tough.
2: Yeah, and the, uh, and the other problem was he was because of how he played, he was hard to have a point guard with. Mm-hmm. Because he was so bald. I think now, because of LeBron and because of Durant and guys like DeRozan and stuff, they, these guys who are like scoring machines, they understand what to do with point guards with them now, right? Yeah. But I don't think they knew how, what kind of point guard to put with T-Mac, because every point guard they tried, it just didn't work. It was they just... tried
1: they tried franchise way too late. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I think Ray for Austin was over there too for a second.
3: Ray
2: for Austin, Bobby Jackson. Oh. Um, and Bobby Aaron Jackson was Brooks good. Brooks got while. a shot. Huh? Oh,
1: Bobby Jackson was straight for a while. He was.
2: But, I mean, yeah, all those
1: guys were straight for a while. But,
2: in the big scheme of things, he, they were all cheats. Right. All the guards that played with right. him. Even yep. Stevie Franchise was nice for a little bit, but, you know, he ended up being trash. He still wears his own jerseys. Come on, man. <laughs> he was at the Soul Train Awards with his own jersey on. Yeah. Come on, dude. Now. now. Like this yeah. year. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough.
1: I don't, know, I don't know what to say about that.
2: <laughs> um, I'm
1: not going to yeah. lie. Stevie Franchise was probably the most exciting player for like a year and a half.
2: Yeah, one year and a half. Yeah,
1: he was. Maybe right. even just a year. I don't even know if it was another half to it. <laughs>
2: yeah because people uh, compare Dennis Smith Jr. to him
1: oh wow which is kind of wild too. But... yeah yeah just the same excitement not so much like the game right because franchise um, yeah he could dunk it but he was more of like a break you off kind of guy
2: yeah he was just he was just he just give you a bucket right. and Embar- he was embarrassing he was <laughs> he would embarrass players um yeah, man. I think if, if T Mac played today, they'd have a way. they put a Mario Chalmers or like a, you know, um, like a, a Larry. Like
1: a, a floor general type. Just a guy out there. He'll hit the open shots. He'll play good D. Like, he won't try to do too much.
2: Yeah, and, and it's still kind of a threat. Because that was. Bobby Jackson did all that, but he Bobby Jackson would never get more than 10 points. He, or he'd never get more than. Maybe 15 You weren't yeah, worried tough. about him Losing the game to Bobby Jackson That was the problem And You're
1: right and um, Chalmers Even Lowry could do didn't that, do this surprising. in the
2: playoffs But with DeRozan and Lowry DeRozan would give you 30 But if you guarded DeRozan too hard Lowry was gonna beat you Like if you weren't checking Lowry Lowry could beat you Right And I think T-Mac needed something like that At the time And now he probably would have something like that But You know Um you know it was, he had a tough career a lot of injuries um prevented him from reaching the potential i want to i want to give a quick shout out too, to brandon roy man <laughs> i miss brandon roy damn he was fire for a little while and he's he's a good high school coach man um that's why i want to give him a shout out. he's doing really well coaching um but for people who did not see him play Brandon Roy was the real deal. He, he was, was the set, second best. He was
1: set to be up next. He was. He
2: was, I mean, he was arguably the second. He was up there with D Wade battling for the second and third spot shooting guard in the league when Kobe was. I'm with that. Kobe, he was up there. I mean, D Wade was obviously more consistent, didn't get hurt all the time like Roy did, but. When Roy was healthy, he was battling for that spot. I, mean, I can't imagine Roy playing with Lillard and uh, McCollum now. It would just—it <laughs> <laughs> would be wild. But yeah, not enough basketballs
1: for that roster.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. You're right. You're right. Uh, what? What else we got with current teams, man? Because really, there's no other sports we need to talk about.
1: No man, I mean we could talk about boxing a little bit. <clears throat> oh
2: yeah, okay. Canelo's coming up. Uh what when um there's Friday? there's a big what Saturday. is it uh,
1: this weekend?
2: Uh yeah, yeah. He's coming up this weekend. On okay. Days and the um app.
1: Mm. Uh, I was hoping I'd get a little more uh like mainstream TV action, but
2: but he signed that $330 million deal to keep it on Daisy, Yeah. It's like the biggest deal in history. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: I'll mention so, real quick, Lomachenko was probably the only big one to talk about from the what was it, last weekend.
2: Yeah, and uh, we didn't talk about Wilder, I don't think, last time. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, too, man. man, he's he's great to come off a rotator cuff or a tear or a torn labrum, excuse me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: A torn labrum in six and a half months and and look dominant. Granted, he yeah. didn't look as dominant as he has in the past. Uh-huh. But still, man, he looked phenomenal to me.
2: Yeah, he's. <sighs> yeah, uh, I'm I'm a hater. I'll... <laughs> I'll, be, I'll acknowledge I'm a hater
1: but it, That's okay
2: it's, cause, it's because people around me talk about him so much About him being You know I, My uncle called him the greatest pound for pound ever I'm like dude are you kidding wow. me He has 11 fights, fights. Uh, he, Yeah 11 and 1 He's already lost one First of all um, But the All I'm saying is he is really really good. He's one of the quickest fighters I've ever seen. He punched, he punched. Homeboy the other night one time, and I didn't even I didn't see, see the punch. The punch. <laughs> there was a couple of times to
1: it. a couple times they showed it in replay and I was like, "Damn, he really clocked him like hard. I didn't even catch that mid-round."
2: Yeah, it, my only thing is he really hasn't fought anyone anyone very good. You know, he fought Russell early and russell wasn't really who he was now russell's like has two belts since lomachenko beat him and Mm -hmm. um lomachenko switched weights and um he got beat at that lower weight and uh he came up to fight these fighters and he's a lot quicker because when you come up a weight you're usually quicker than the guys who are already there right because you're used to having less weight and um you don't hit as hard but you're quicker So, um, uh, he's good, man. He's, he's accurate too. He really doesn't throw a punch that he doesn't think he's going to land.
1: Yeah. I think in the next few years, we'll see, we'll really see if he's, if he's cut out to be, you know, to stay on top for a while.
2: Yeah. Cause he, and I, no disrespect to Pedraza, but he's, he's kind of fighting bones lately, man. I mean, Pedraza really wasn't a champion. Um, like Petraza, his record was was not was okay, but he's not he can't beat any other champion. Um, and Lomachenko, he he should have been easy pickings for Lomachenko, in my opinion. The way he looked, Lomachenko should have knocked him out earlier in that fight. And he, I mean, he fought good, he fought well, and maybe his shoulder, you know, maybe he wasn't there, maybe he didn't have the power. But um I think it should have been easier than it was, but I mean he got the win, that's what matters. He got the win. But I, I it seems like I think other champions at Lomachenko's status would have dominated Pedraza. So I don't know man, but again I said I was a hater, so don't don't take what I say so uh yeah.
1: serious about it but. we'll keep an eye on him man i think like you said he needs to fight to like a big name guy
2: yeah he does he needs to fight someone but that it's just tough man i don't know if
1: boxing like. really has that right now
2: um well is, uh, this might be the hater in me and it might be a conspiracy but i think he chose his weight class because there's no one in this weight class that he's fighting in the weight class just two pounds more than what he's in has like three champions, the weight class that he was in has two champions, like really good champions, and the one he's in ha- really has no one. Um, and Mikey Garcia was it, but he mo- he's moving up to fight somebody now. So I mean, he's moving up to fight Errol Spence, another champion. So the people who, who were in his um in his weight class are moving up because that weight class doesn't have anybody really good to fight. So Lomachenko's kind of the only guy in that weight class really worth fighting. Um, so I think he probably will dominate if he stays in this weight class. He should. Uh, but, you know, to further your career, you guys switch weight classes eventually in boxing. So we'll see we'll what he see does. We'll see what he does, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, though. I'm excited to see where he takes it. I think a lot of people don't forget how old he is. He's 30, and he's, you know, only in his 12th fight. Um, in comparison, Canelo's in, like, his 50th fight, and he's 28. So, yeah. um, <laughs> if he, he doesn't have that long to fight, is all I'm saying. Um, a lot of the guys, as good as him, quit fighting, like, the you know, 33. That's pretty much it, 34. Um. But yeah, we'll see. He doesn't look old. I know that when he's fighting, he doesn't fight old. Um, what else sports-wise? I feel like there's a basketball topic we're missing though.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. Hit what'd me.
2: What'd you think about Embiid saying he hasn't been playing right since they got Jimmy Butler? I mean, Embiid. he hasn't.
1: I, I like that he acknowledged it. I like that he didn't try to make some bullshit fucking excuse. Right. So yeah, Matthew can be alright. The thing is, and I, I, one of the talk shows mentioned it. Um, it's he's more healthy than he's ever been. Embiid. Yeah, and yeah. I think he takes a lot of pride in playing in every game. mm mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, man. That might that might be wearing on him.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, real quick, OKC, number one in the West.
1: Yeah, the West is very, very odd so far. Yeah, it is. But I, li- I like it, man. PG, YG Tress has, uh, has turned it up. <laughs> yeah, he has. I- I'll say, and this is a hot take, and probably not, you know, people won't agree with me on this but uh-huh. i think his performance against the nets uh-huh. was so far the best individual performance of the year
2: oh wow okay i
1: know i know there was a bunch of 50 point games and but that's the thing man a lot of these 50 point games like they dominate you know
2: yeah like, yeah that that's what we were supposed to talk about paul george last, that's when we missed we were going to talk about him that night remember yeah Let's tell. Let's tell him, man. Preach to him. Tell him who PG really is. I, I think, think he's,
1: he's. I really think he's capable of running his own team.
2: Right. And he, I don't he's think he's done he, it.
1: Right. I don't think he's. I don't know if he'll. You know, carry a, like a team by himself to a title. Obviously, he couldn't do that in Indiana, but he's got the tool. He's got all the tools. Yeah, he does. He really is a poor. Is that, Go ahead.
2: The team in Indiana was so. They didn't want to win. The rest of the team didn't want to win. That right. was the problem. Um, George Hill is so low energy. Um, Hibber is a head case. Hibber hasn't played since he left that team. Right. And, and West was 50 years old. <laughs> or he was, you know, 36 or whatever, and he was playing. So, uh, well, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going.
1: I really, and I hate the phrase "poor man's anything," but he really is a poor man's LeBron. But he's not—I don't want to call him poor, <laughs> right? Because he's um, really a step, just a step not below LeBron in a way.
2: Yeah, and he—I—I think mean, he's like—he's kind of like the two players had a baby kind of thing. Okay. Like he's like Durant and LeBron to me. Uh, yeah, cuz he really
1: can take over from the perimeter.
2: Right. He he's a better shooter than LeBron, but not quite as good as Durant and he's built like Durant but plays like LeBron. <laughs> you know, in the other aspects and he has handles, better handles than both of them.
1: Yeah, man, I, uh, I'm a fan. I just the consistency. That's what I mean. To be fair, that's what elite players have. Yeah. And that's the thing Will, to me. If I mean, if he had the w- mentality that just Westbrook, for example, has, where he, I'm gonna come he, out and kill every night, he'd be the best player
2: in the league. He in might my opinion,
1: very very well be.
2: He's he's the new T Mac to me in a way. Not in not like how they play, but I'm saying mm-hmm. he's that like he's in like his own tier somewhere. He's not in the top tier, he's not in the second tier though. He's like in limbo between tiers. And that's how T Mac was to me. Cause T Mac wasn't Kobe, but he definitely was better than you know the other people <laughs> that weren't that were close. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm um yeah I mean he's 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 good man I, I just I feel like he's so underrated and it doesn't make sense why he's underrated because he he's done everything he's done everything that people um other players do that aren't called overrated but he's I mean I mean that aren't called underrated people are rated fairly that he's done more than for his team I'm saying I got you and I think he just hasn't played with another player that could I know I know he's kind of old for this and I don't mean this in like a demeaning way but I still think he needs to learn how to win and he hasn't played with anyone that can teach him anything like he on the Pacers he was kind of He was so different that no one could teach him how to be as good as he was because he was so much better than everyone. Kind of like how um, Greek Freak is on the Bucks. Right. Like he has a hard time learning these new things because there's no one there that is qualified to tell him anything. That's kind of how PG was. And when LeBron went to Miami and D-Wade could teach LeBron some things that that LeBron didn't know... You know, uh, and then add that to what he already had—the talent he already had. LeBron reached another level, and Kobe reached another level with Phil Jackson and with Shaq. You know, it was just PG never had that. Danny Granger, (laughs) like he was the only person there that was good to, yeah, help PG get to this superstar status. And I mean, obviously Danny Granger.
1: Couldn't Danny Ranger was like Steve Franchise.
2: <laughs> one good year. Yeah,
1: one, one maybe two.
2: Yeah. He was a bucket though for a second. He was. But yeah. No,
1: I'll say this about PG, and I think LeBron has overcome this better than PG has. Uh huh. But I mean, like you mentioned, he never really had a coach to like just teach him how to win, how to be a great player. Right. And LeBron is so transcendent that he overcomes that, but I think mm-hmm. because Paul George is you know not as great of a player, he does need a little bit more guidance, which isn't a bad thing
2: but but LeBron had Pat Riley
1: he Don't did and that. he and look look what he became after that
2: that that's what I'm saying he didn't do it without any guidance at all, but he did have less guidance than some players do, but Pat was definitely in his ear, you know yeah. he was. And I mean Vogel was like a first year coach when P D was there. Right. Like they, they And were I like learning I think together.
1: Vogel's a good coach.
2: He is, yeah, but he's he you know, mm-hmm. he's not fit for a superstar.
1: But sometimes I think sometimes like when they talk about players having to lead, I think at times coaches need to do that too. Yeah. They do because like phil phil jackson didn't really like he ran the triangle his whole career it's not like he was drawing up different plays right i think phil jackson just knew how to lead people
2: yeah he knew he knew how people he knew people very well and i mean i i don't think i've said this on here before but my dad you know he played for phil jackson in the um semi-pro leagues way 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 back and that my dad talks about him all the time, about the stuff that he would teach my dad as a person. And, you know, the confidence he instilled in the team and the players. Because, you know, they this was before the Triangle. This was before Jordan. And, um, you know, Phil was a young coach, but all he knew was how to coach people. That's all it was. It wasn't X's and O's. You know, they they weren't like the best team all the time, but it was, they had players. You know, he got, He brought the best out of a lot of players that really didn't have a lot to give. You know? Yeah, I'm with you. Because imagine if someone could bring the best out of everyone on that Pacers team, they would have technically been stacked if they all played the best they could play. If everyone was playing their peak on that team, they would be really, really good. But... You know, Paul George would play really good, and everyone else would be spotty. Um, yeah, man, it, it's it's tough. Coaching is is a different world, man. Oh, speaking of coaching, Hoiberg, what would you think about that?
1: Oh, um, uh, I don't, I don't want to say it was too like what took so long, but I get it. Yeah, I really have no problems with it. He was underachieving when they had a good roster. He's, I mean, he's fi- he's finding ways to underachieve with bad rosters.
2: Yeah, but they're changing the roster a lot on him as an early coach. You know, I do agree and with that. Yeah, Billy Donovan is getting the same kind of thing, but he just has better players. But,
1: but. I also think OKC has uh, had a little bit more faith in Billy Donovan, which is really good to see. I'm really happy that that's the case.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I said that when one of our early podcasts. I mean, who really had a harder job? You lose the MVP, and, you know, you get Oladipo for MVP. Then you get another superstar for Oladipo, and then you get a diva, and you have to deal with that, and then you have Westbrook that's MVP. You know, he had a lot of stuff to work through. He did. And... Hoiberg doesn't have any less; he just doesn't have anyone to make up for it. Cause now he, I mean, he lost Jimmy, he lost Rose, he lost Wade, and he's gotten Levine for all that. Levine and a bunch of first and second year players. Has anyone is anyone on the team uh, over four years in the league other than Cameron Payne? I don't think so yeah I mean that's that's tough when he himself is only three years in the league um so I get it um I think they do need a more experienced coach obviously the players now are you know doing having a mutiny against this new coach uh but they need a more experienced coach to coach these young these young guns I, I think they do um Shout out to Hoiberg, though. I met him one time. He's really, really cool
1: guy. Uh, but I hope he gets he was... another opportunity, man. I think he will. It's tough. It's tough, man. A lot of sometimes it just it just plays out where it just seems like the coach doesn't really get a fair chance to yeah. show what he could do.
3: Right.
2: And the so. thing is, they have so little say in what really happens. Yeah. Unless you're Doc Rivers. Um, But, you know Hoiberg, he couldn't pick the Bulls team You know, he didn't pick the roster
1: Yeah,
3: They
2: changed the roster And Hoiberg just has to You know, it's like Getting a hand in poker And you just have to go with whatever hand you got That's what, you know, happens to Some of the, these coaches They just go with whatever the managers do What's good financially No matter what that means for Hoiberg You know That's tough. That's what's different about college. Hoiberg handpicks his college team. You know, he picks who he wants to give his scholarships out to. But NBA, that's it's different. You got to just go with whatever comes. But uh, shout out to Hoiberg. Shout out to NBA coaches. What else we got? Any college?
1: Uh, No, I haven't really kept too much of an eye on college.
2: Tennessee my my school knocked off Gonzaga I like it
1: uh, I like I what I'm seeing sure. from Georgetown
2: oh
3: yeah
1: one of my favorite I, only, I caught this game last week kind of randomly but uh, Georgetown played Syracuse
3: mm-hmm
1: one Wonder, game. wonderful game just uh, so many guys hit so many big shots uh, Syracuse pulled it out at the end with a really tough pull-up shot by of course a guy I don't know but
2: it wasn't battle? I think so. Battle's underrated, man. I mean I was gonna say that, but keep going.
1: I think Georgetown has a really good roster actually. Other and McClung McClung is a good a nice touch mm-hmm. where they're they're kinda easing him into it because he's a freshman and you could see at times that he's a freshman. Right. Uh, but they they have a really good set of big men who are under control. They have other guards who are clearly veteran players. Uh, I don't know how much damage they're gonna do, but I I, I will keep an eye on them moving forward.
3: Okay, I like
2: that. Yeah, I gotta um, I gotta peep one of their games. I got to. Um... trying to think what else college i can't think of any other college stuff any other sports no nah, let's
1: get into music <clears throat> we also all got right. some current event stuff to get into so let's let's talk about music and then get into that
2: all right, all right. i got a. I uh i think i got a gym i could play um real quick I, actually uh the last thing i was gonna say was um Man, I had something else in the NBA I wanted to ask you about. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> that's a good pick, by the way. I got you. Talk about it for a second while I pull it up. Uh,
1: I will say, uh, up and coming artist, man. Lil Baby. I have to admit, I'm a fan. and It's a little, little song I caught on one of his previous albums from a few months ago, which... I think it's probably his best project of the year. I think it's called Harder Than Ever. Um, but yeah, man, I think and we'll talk about you know something recent that, that he just dropped, but he's he's a definitely a guy to look out for. And I said this before on the on the Gunna project that I really didn't like.
2: That <laughs> you really didn't like? Yeah, the the
1: joint thing funny. they did
2: yeah that was trash in my opinion
1: i agree but i told you then i was like even though this is trash i could see like this guy's coming up next yeah
2: yeah i got you um well okay yeah yeah let me get let me get it up
1: a lot of music to get into well not too much but some you listen to his new album too yeah, okay.
2: Try how G go too
1: fast. Only
0: one no see They load me in the bed like he's 40. I be sitting inside of the morning Ain't no strings and stash keeping it cordless. She keep calling, but I keep ignoring it. Ain't no stopping, I'm keeping it for it. Many niggas can't stop me on going it. Many niggas can't stop me on going it. Every time the pack get gone, I get another low. My main bitch tryna leave me long cause I fought another low My pose, fucking in the club with no want to take care of the money. They swing on the pole. What on me like the sunny? I shine when it's sunny, just like so close, got a bonus, I sold out a show, gonna have like a pot on the stove, Yellow AP on all of my hoes, I like when they wet on no toes, picture me riding around in that rose, I put some eyes on my wrist, it was whoa, Then I got time to lay over with you hoes.
2: All right, good pick, good pick. I enjoyed that. That was nice.
1: Wanted to get into little baby first.
2: Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't listen to um Street Gossip though, but you can.
1: I'm, I don't have a lot to say about it. I will say, man, he's had a great year. Yeah, he has breakout st- year for street sure. Street Gossip was a step back for me. I know a lot of. I heard a lot of people like it uh-huh but i i really didn't none of the tracks really hit for me like that um i just think it was really underwhelming it was really boring he didn't really go for any of those creative sounds that he goes for in other projects uh-huh. he, he almost played it safe in a way Huh. okay <clears throat> yeah man that's really all i have to say about it i would i would listen to uh harder than ever before i would listen to this for sure which is what the where the gem came from yeah yeah okay all right let's get into the big one
2: championships meek
1: millie what do you think did you like it um i think meek finally made a good album
2: he hasn't had a good album
1: no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. No, I agree. I'm just messing with you. I agree.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. What, what were your thoughts? Me. Give me your thoughts first.
2: Um, this is my favorite project by him. Um, I think it was the most well put together. Um, I think it was com it was complete. It had every like it had it was versatile wasn't all yelling, all screaming like he, you know, like he has before on some of his mixtapes and stuff. Right. Um, I like the different, I like the change-ups and beats. Uh, it, it. I just enjoyed it, man. I can't really say there was a song on there I, oh yeah, there was some songs I hated, but not many songs that Some I of the,
1: hated. I'll admit, some of the solo songs are a bit of a letdown.
2: Yeah, I agree. He didn't really... I I think he did kind of hold back when it came to uh, I don't think he gave us everything you know I I think he has I've read that he said he has another album that he could let out Jesus I think he has some uh, really good songs on here Um, I don't like the I I, I won't say I liked all the features choices but um,
1: I liked most of them
2: I liked most of them, yeah. Um, it was good, man. All
1: except probably one, matter of fact.
2: I, I didn't love Kodak in uh, Tic Tac What? Yeah, what? I, did, man. I liked the song, but I-, I wasn't feeling Kodak. I'm not a Kodak fan, though. That's just I really got you. I'm, I'm really
1: not Kodak. either, but I th- I think it was a perfect fit for him.
2: It might. Yeah, maybe. Um, the Is it Splash Warning?
1: Yeah, Future. That could
2: that could have been left off the album as far as I'm concerned. But another thing is I
1: got two duds real quick. Go ahead. Uh I think Championships was a dud, the title track.
2: It was definitely a missed opportunity for sure.
1: And I huh. think um, the other one was uh, almost slipped right after, right in between the Drake song. The two songs in between the Drake track were, I think, a poor choice.
2: Was that the one he was singing on Almost Slip?
1: Uh, I believe so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that one was whack. <laughs> uh, I heard someone say T Pain should have made that song. <laughs> oh, wow. Which no, but is, wh- wh- what were you gonna that say? Makes that people think t-pain should have made means it wasn't good um i was gonna say when it comes to the drake song man it's good but i, I didn't need it i really didn't need it stop like, i didn't need the. i didn't need them to <laughs> say they're now i didn't need it that's all i'm not saying that i don't like it i'm not saying um it didn't deserve to be on the album but it didn't you know I didn't need it, that's all I could say, man.
1: I'll say I'm this, cool man. I'm always with
2: it or without it.
1: I'm always a fan of like I don't really care about beefs as much as I care about good music. Because the beefs do nothing for me. Right. But good music, man, that's something I, I could take with me. So to me and I mean they're two for two in my eyes. Three.
2: They got three. Amen?
1: Oh, hey, amen. You're right. Three for three.
2: Yeah, They're they three for three. This is a they, good song. I'm not trust me. I'm not saying it's not a good song. It's a really good song. Uh, but you know, I was just saying if they didn't do it, I wouldn't have been mad. That's all.
1: You got a top three? I was thinking um, about five, but I think three is a safe bet. Uh,
2: you go first.
1: Uh, for me, at three. At three, I gotta put the Drake track.
3: Uh huh.
1: At two, I gotta put the Cardi B track. Okay. And surprisingly, at number one, I'm gonna go twenty four seven with LMA. Wow. <laughs> okay. I was I was shocked at how much how great she sounded and how good of a song it was. It was a little more uh like slower, a little more introspective, like he likes to do at times. Yeah. And I usually hate that shit. I usually think when he does that it's fucking garbage. He's like he's fucking up completely. But yeah. this one, man, this one, I don't know, man. It, maybe it was the hook, maybe it was maybe his verses were finally getting a little bit better, but it just like it sounded really too. good to me.
2: Yeah, we um I I also I would go the Cardi B one. Um, on me I'll say third I think I'm, I'm gonna go with What's Free second and then 24-7 was my favorite too man I mean it, it's just it's so smooth and it, it was a perfect break on the album to me from from everything else on there 24-7 was like maybe like you said maybe it was her voice but it was like a great um a great way to break up the meek I don't know what to call Meek's rapping. It's not trap. It's not, um,
1: That's I don't know like, what it is. He's got but... that, like, in-your-face yelling always going on.
2: Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about the subject matter, though. Like, the, the struggle talk.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got you.
2: The 24-7 was a good break from the struggle talk. Um, there needs to be a name for that. I think it is one, I just don't know it, but I liked how it broke it up. Um What would you think of the yeah, intro man. by the way? Um I really liked cool. the sample. I did too, yeah. But I, it was I thought cool. it... I, 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 don't, I don't I feel like we pressure him to like go crazy on every intro. <laughs> because he did it one time. Right. And and now <laughs> every intro he makes, like people are expecting him to go wild. Which is okay, but it was all right. It wasn't, it didn't hit me any, you know. Yeah,
1: I thought he was a little underwhelming on it, but he still sounded good. Yeah. It's a good, it was yeah. a good intro in the sense that, like, after it played, I'm like, okay, like, I'm excited to hear the rest of this.
2: Yeah, it was. It was. It was for sure. It was a good intro for somebody you haven't heard in a while, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if I heard, if we heard him just earlier this year. Yeah. I mean, other than the little EP thing, but, if, like, he had another album recently. And he came with that. I would really think it was um, like uh, subpar. But the fact that I haven't heard him in a while, and he was just introducing like himself again. Like I liked that. You know, um, it was a it was a good fade in to the album to me. Um, it was great, man. Though I, it was a great album. This it really is, was. and
1: yeah, man. He's he's really defeated the myth of. Like his, you know, his mixtapes being the thing to go to for him. Yeah, I think he put a lot of good songs together. I, I there's there's a couple other songs that I mean they didn't make my top three, but I I loved.
2: Yeah, and the and the Drake one is is there for me in the uh, you know honorable mention.
1: I I enjoyed yeah. the twenty one song a lot. I did too. Um, I'm. I gotta admit, I was I was a little. I was a little underwhelmed by what's free. Really? I just Rick Ross I, I didn't, didn't really hit me like that.
2: That's what I was about to say. Rick could have came more correct. That that's the, he's the only part of it I don't like though. I love Meek's <sighs> rap and uh, Jay Z's rap is, you know, is Jay Z. But shit,
1: I thought Jay was going a little too long.
3: Yeah,
2: it, it, I thought he was, was just kind of dragging he the beat and everything. Yeah, and he
1: just kept going. I'm like, like it's, it sounds good, but like. It just it just doesn't hit me like I like he, they want it to. And I get it, man, it's Jay Z like, you know. But
2: I I liked I liked the sample a lot from I I think they said it was a um a biggie record a biggie record before. Okay. I but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The I, I I think I just liked the chemistry. I think they had pretty good chemistry. I just don't like when Jay Z pretends like he's freestyling. Like when we all know he's not freestyling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Anyone who truly believes Jay Z freestyles every song, like you're just naive, because you know it's just it doesn't make sense to believe that. But he acts like he is, and he raps kind of like he doesn't stay on flow and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't. I I enjoyed it, man. I, I like listening to it because I I really like the beat and I like the chemistry of those three. I like hearing those voices on the same song. Yeah. Even if Rick isn't killing it like he should.
1: Yeah, I'm usually a Rick fan of Rick too. Nice.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, There's. Was... What about the um. The, cold-hearted two. The outro, it's not outro, but.
1: The last song, right?
2: Yeah, how'd you feel about that? <sighs>
1: This goes back to my issue with some of these albums. Be- well, most of these albums being too fucking long. Yeah. But I just think I didn't. And I got, I'm- I should probably go back. And I-, I will at some point. But I just think later in the album, it was getting to a point where I'm like, you know, I'm kind of getting tired of this. Yes. Like this could have ended. After the 21 song, like he really could have just ended the album. I agree. Maybe maybe yeah, after 100 Summers. I liked 100 Summers.
2: 100 Summers was nice. But With it, but, The
1: Shits was boring. Yeah. It, it sounded boring. exactly like what you would think a song like that sounds like.
2: <laughs> sounds exactly like the name. Yeah. <laughs> he, I think he could have saved those for the next album. And yeah, we already I, heard Dangerous on the right, right. Um, EP. Like He didn't need to put that on the album again. Not at all.
1: Um, now, granted, I, if well, it was... If it was like a new song, it it yeah. would have made my top three.
2: Oh, I agree. Because it, it probably really is. It probably still actually is my favorite song. But, you know, it, I didn't want to put it there because it's really not on the album to me. Um, but uh, the thing is, I know why he did it for the streams. Because when you release a single. And you put it on the album this you know, it adds. You add every stream it had as a single onto the album streams. Yep. And sales and all that. So we've discussed I, that
1: at great length.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure that's probably what he did that for. And that's cool, but you know, we both agree it didn't need to be on there again. Um But great album, Meek. I really great like great the album,
1: effort put into this whole project.
2: I do too. I re- I do too, and and I really like the beats. I think that's one thing that's important with Meek. You can't mess up his beats because if it, if his beats were all the same, like they, like didn't Lil beats make the his whole mixtape one time?
1: Yeah, one of the Dream Chasers, I think.
2: Yeah, and I, Dream Chasers was fire, and I admit, like it's a good mixtape, but it wouldn't have made it as an album to me because there's so many songs that sound the same. Yeah, and it's just like. Once I hear two, like, I've heard all of them by Meek. And that's the kind of, that's kind of how I was with Meek as a casual fan at some point. I just felt like I've heard enough Meek because I've only heard, like, six songs. All the songs are just like those six songs I heard. But then he's, this year, he's getting into more like the, you know, songs like um, Dangerous and songs like 24-7 where he's, putting those onto the stuff that his other fans already like now he's i think he can gain more fans that way you know because this guy is obviously who will always love his struggle rap and trap, um trap rap and stuff like that right. um but then he'll have the people he'll have people who just like lma that will listen to that lma song you know uh it was, yeah i enjoyed it man i'm, I'm happy for him I really am. Tough year.
1: Yeah, man, he fought through a lot.
2: Last year was a really rough year. (laughs) I was really
1: nervous that he would just kind of ride that, like, the wave of his, of, like, you know, his release, and the EP was really good, and he had a great, like, energy going on. Yeah. And I'm happy that he capitalized on it. He put out a good project.
2: Right and and I I was afraid that it was going to be it sounds bad but I was afraid that people were going to like give him pity listens
1: yeah I was scared people were going to suck it regardless
2: yeah yeah um but he he did his thing he brought it he definitely brought it I'm glad Alright, uh, Alright what's next?
1: Um Did you listen to the new Gucci? No, I missed that one. Yeah, me too. My okay. bad Gucci. I might I might get back to it because well I'll get into something at the end of the music talk. Uh but uh yeah, I'll save that for a little bit later. <clears throat> Alright. Uh let's get into it, man. Basketball turned artists. <laughs> is, is is Vic up there?
2: With the best basketball turn artist.
1: Well, I'm I'm not. I don't know why I asked that. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, I was about to He's say probably the best one ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, him and him and Dame are, are fighting for the spot.
2: I I put him over Dame. Yeah, me too. I Think he has a better audience, wider audience.
1: What'd you think um, of V V O?
2: I loved it, man. I really did. Yes. <laughs> well. Yes. And when I when I say I loved it, I mean it was it was very very good. That's how that's what I mean. And when I say I loved it, I don't mean I'm going to like play it every single day, but it, I was impressed and I thoroughly enjoyed the whole album. I did. I there's I listened to everything and I had a good time listening
1: to it. Perfect I never once length. said,
2: you know what, this isn't good. I want to take it off. No, I I was good. Let it let it rock. I yeah. think
1: um other than I think it was Forward. Forward was the one song I was a little iffy on. Mhm. Um and it's been it's been about a week since I listened to it last, but um yeah, man, other than Forward, I thought this was flawless. I, yeah. I loved every song. He had He had surprisingly, and you usually don't see this in a new artist, but he had great chemistry with his features.
2: Yeah, he did. Yeah.
1: The Tory Lane song was great. The Trey songs. Oh my God.
2: Great. And the Tory Lane song was a great start.
1: Yeah. It's, and it- it's, it's so important to start your album with the right like one to two tracks.
2: Yeah, I liked, I really liked the Eric Bellinger song, yeah. too. And Eric Bellinger is kind of a underground R&B artist. Yep. But um, uh, their voices complemented each other's very well.
1: PMB Rock did his thing, too. I usually am. He's a little hit or miss for me at times. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he sounded good on Unconnected. I agree. Yeah. He really showed his uh range uh on what was the was it the last song? Funny thing about love, I think. Um I think it was the last one where he really like he hit some notes that I was like, damn, like I didn't know he had that in his game.
2: Yeah, because his voice is is not yeah you know, Well, I don't know how to describe it. He you're right though. You're right. <laughs> I don't need to dig into it, you're right. This is um. This is just, funny thing about.
1: Yeah, it, this project is must listen. Fan or not, like if you're a fan of R and B, hell, if you're a yeah. fan of just good like music, you you owe it to yourself to check this out.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Good call.
1: What else? <clears throat> what what did you get into anything else? Any other projects?
2: Man. To be honest, I I didn't. <laughs> uh,
1: You've been going back to anything from this year?
2: Uh, I'll save that for like the when we get into like news, I guess.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: I'll say I got one more. Uh, okay. Little little comeback. Ice Cube dropped. <laughs> Everything is indeed. corrupt.
2: He did it I listened
1: to this album three times from start to finish. Wow. Okay. Um. I gotta say, man. Well, to be fair, it's exactly what you would expect it to sound like.
3: Uh huh.
1: Exactly like he 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 talks his shit on every track. He goes into like current news. Um, uh huh. This I I love this project and. I'm not really, I'm not really an old school guy.
3: Right. Like,
1: other than, other than Tupac, uh, the occasional NWA, um, and maybe occasional biggie as well. I really don't go back to like stuff from that, you know, that far. Right. So the the NWA thing was, I, I just saw it and there was really nothing that came out this, like last week. Right. Other than Gucci, of course. But yeah, man, I just saw this and I was like, you know, I'll give it a shot. And every song, the beat is so great. Like, it, the energy is so great. And he fucking flows so well. I mean, anybody <laughs> who's... Dude, he... He's a goat. He kills... I'm, I'm not joking. He kills it every song. Like, he'll have a bar about... Like, you know, something going on in politics or something going on in, you know, just society in general, man. And just the way he kind of, you know, the way he does his thing, the way he talks his shit is, man, this album is great. Wow. And it's one of those, it's one of those just like, I wouldn't recommend tracks from it. I would just recommend the album because it does sound like just one, it almost sounds like one cool song. Yeah but it just switches up but it's shockingly it switches up in these creative ways where he he almost puts together old school and new school in one oh okay yeah man i'm t- <clears throat> I, i'm telling you gotta listen to this at least before the year finishes
2: i will for sure i will for sure i i mean i had planned to listen to it i just hadn't hadn't got to it really uh I'm, I'm excited it's just, for every
1: that. song is it's like every song gets better than the last but at the same time like when you play it through again like you realize how great some of the opening tracks are i mean you, uh-huh. you, looking from looking at the titles of all these songs you you just feel ice cube just from the titles
2: yeah for sure and and On he delivers doves, man bad dope for sure
1: <laughs> right yeah
2: okay Shout out to Ice Cube, man. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll get into it a little bit more once you check it out, probably next episode. But I'm I'm really curious to see what you, what you think about it.
2: I'm sure I'll like, it cause I'm a I'm actually a big Ice Cube fan. I just hadn't this week, you know, it was hectic. But I'm a big Ice Cube fan, really. Um, he, what? Well, he's one of my favorites. He, I mean, he's definitely top twenty rappers. i mean, he's he's the man, a legend.
1: He really uh, is, and it's man. He's having, he's doing some great things. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 ha- he's has his own following as an actor now. Like, I mean, he's still kind of like one note, you know, comedian actor. Yeah. But he does it well, you know. He and, does. Yep. And I mean, I nothing but respect for a guy who starts a basketball league. <laughs> Right. Even if Big 3 was garbage, just the fact that he went for it and he just wanted to just build on just the game of basketball, that's that's so dope to me. I agree. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> the culture, he
1: does it for the culture. He really does. Yeah.
2: All right, anything else?
1: No, I was going to ask, um, so the year is almost done and and yes. we will be we will be coming out with lists for our, our top picks for stuff. Yes. Um my question is, what are you planning on listening to before the end of the year? Uh I got yeah. two I got two big ones, and that's pretty much it for me. Like I'll Gucci's another one. Um, but uh-huh. two two guys that are coming up that I'm guaranteeing I will listen to. And uh, a Boogie is one Okay I mean unless hoodie season gets delayed It's coming out on the 21st mm-hmm. if, I mean, if it gets pushed Which I don't think it will But at that point there's nothing I could do Right Um, And a little bit of a curveball And I know you're with me on this one But Zayn Zayn? Zane's okay. dropping I think this Friday
2: I think you might be right Yeah okay
1: I'm ready I love this last project. Um, mm-hmm. Pillow Talk. Like I still listen to Pillow Talk sometimes.
2: I- Icarus Falls is the new, new yes, one? Yes, I believe so. Is Kanye going to be in your. Uh, <laughs> must Listen
1: List? Who? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, me neither.
2: Uh, I think I'm going to listen to uh, Method Man drops this weekend too uh, sh- I gotta listen to Method Man I and Ice Cube that. like in the same sitting maybe <laughs> or you know maybe I'll have like a throwback weekend with those two but uh, I'm looking forward to Me- I, I don't think Method Man's album will change my list if it does that's cool but I, I'll be shocked if it does Zane definitely could make a change in my
1: list. Um, I'll say a boogies. I don't know, man. His his last project was great. It was. So I'm looking to see how he's gonna
2: have. Yeah, I I gotta be honest. I haven't really loved a solo a boogie song yet. I like a lot of songs he has with other people, and a lot of songs Mm -hmm. you know where he
1: no promises. No promises isn't great.
2: It's it's not for just not for me. That's all.
1: We'll Uh, get into a little bit of a deep, or at least I will, on a boogie once once he drops.
2: Okay, I'm down. Um, Yeah, I don't think Gucci's will either. Right. But again, but I'll go in. I go in with open mind. You know,
1: Gucci's usually a guy. Even if his project isn't good, and a lot of them aren't, you can have some fun with his projects.
2: Right, exactly. So, uh he he has a chance. Um you know, it's o- it's open season for me for sure. Uh, I'm interested in listening to something new. I yeah. um Yeah, man, I didn't go back to anything really. Uh Yeah, I don't have anything.
1: <laughs> I went back About to the um... new albums. I went back to Victory Lap a little bit. Okay. Um I mean, yeah, I don't I don't have anything to add to it besides it's still great. <laughs> it's still a really good album.
2: <laughs> yeah, it hasn't changed since the last time. Huh? Right. <laughs> um actually, I did go back to uh um I talked about him a long time ago and his name is um Anders and his, his album was Twos. I did go back to that, and um, that was released in March, I believe.
1: Oh, you're going way back.
2: Yeah, and you you know why I went back to it? It was because the Spotify wrapped, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I looked at my Spotify wrapped, and it was in there, even though I haven't listened to it in a while, it was in there, like, in my top list. So I went back to it, and I just... I kind of got lost listening to it again, man. Um, It's a great album for someone who is not really known. Um, Another Toronto product. But um, I I encourage everyone to listen to Andres, man. Um, He's just a cool... He's cool. I I don't know what genre he is. I, I would compare him to The Weeknd, maybe.
1: Mm, that's not, that's a hefty comparison.
2: But no, oh, oh, hold on. Not the pop weekend, not the
1: Starboy weekend. Uh,
2: he's more Starboy weekend than he is like uh Trilogy weekend. Okay. Not the depressive weekend.
1: No, that's a good you know? I, I think it's a good balance. Yeah, I'm excited. I like that. Yeah,
2: he I mean, I would I would I would like Bryson and Weekend together is him. That's what I would say.
1: Wow. Okay.
2: But again, he's not. He's not a pro. You know, he's amateur. He's amateur still, to me.
1: That's fine, you know, man. I love that.
2: Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I'm just saying don't. People don't have expectations because I'm using these big names. I'm just trying to compare him to someone. It's hard to compare him to so anyone. But um, he's young. I think he's only, like, 21. Um, and I definitely encourage people to listen to his singles also. His album, Twos, his first album was 669. That was cool. But Twos is better. And his singles are really, really good. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I went back to that. And I still really enjoy it. It's it's one of my favorite projects of the year, for sure. Um, but uh,
1: Speaking but of yeah. projects, I f- oh, we were forgetting... Um I think our last episode and like when we when we shot our last episode or recorded it um it was right around the time that Dummy Boy was leaking. Yes. And I listened to it and it's been a little while but I listened to it right after that episode. I got to uh-huh. say man for what he does I thought it was a good album.
2: Yeah, I've I've heard good things and I've heard that it, it, he did more I mean, he got a little more versatile on there. Is that he true? Did.
1: He did. He hit a little bit of an island tone for in a couple tracks. Oh,
3: wow. Okay. With
1: uh, with the annual AA, I believe. I'm probably fucking okay. up the name. But the, the guy that was on Uptown, Uptown Vibes with Meek and uh, Loso.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. He, he had a, a couple songs with him, and I, I thought they were really different. Like, okay. like i was just like wow he came in there and like he just sounded very very well huh all right and he has good chemistry i mean you know i i like the both of the kanye songs um i thought they had they had some fun they had some fun like laughing at, at each other's you know past events mm-hmm. um yeah man it was it was a, great like everybody who knows 6 9 knows what he sounds like yeah so if you like that then yeah this out <laughs> you're gonna love the album okay so yeah, but, yeah. I, I mean there's what there's not really a deep dive i'm not gonna break down you know lines
2: yeah yeah yeah. it's not one of those yeah
1: i will say it made, it made me a little frustrated with all the stuff that's going on with him
2: that he's making good music and acting a fool
1: threw it away i mean right did you see the like video surfaced of him at the scene of the crime filming this shit
2: (laughs) i did not see that but i don't know know if he was
1: filming it i think yeah because they caught him like right by the car and like he had something in his hands which looked like a like an iphone wow well might be a wrap
2: yeah Video is the is the worst thing, no. yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> well, speaking of crime, you, have you seen the Thai dollar sign news? Yes. Facing fifteen
1: possible fifteen years. For uh, what was it drugs right? Cocaine, yeah. And like some weird amount of THC, which isn't like a felony, but it's still a crime of some kind yeah and I
2: think in THC Atlanta, is weed
3: by
1: the way
2: right I think in Atlanta um, well it's it like might what's be in, a felony in Atlanta. He, but yeah and it was really a small amount I think he had way more cocaine uh, and I don't think it was his first offense either I think people are missing that because I I could be wrong but I vaguely remember Ty Dolla being in trouble for drugs already like
1: yeah i'm pretty sure he's been in trouble for it before yeah yeah so
2: i think people think oh it's his first thing 15 years you know they're just coming after him Nah, he's been in trouble before um so we'll see what happens with that
1: man it sucks man watching all these dudes fuck up their lives like
2: and for what you have money you have money Granted, we don't
1: know, we don't know, you know, what it's like to be in their position. Yeah. No, the pressures and the, you know, all the fucking groupie hoes running up to you and stuff. Right. But still, man, I just, and I think it really has, the a really big part of it is having the right people around you.
3: Yeah, that's true.
1: And a lot of these guys, like, you, you, got, you just gotta know sometimes, like, yeah, man, he's a childhood like friend or whatever, but. He's just, he's fucking up my life. You have to be able to face that.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think athletes are getting better at that. Yeah, they are. They used to be. Athletes used to be the ones, but now it's the music artists. I think
1: LeBron's a good, a good, uh, <clears throat> like, he's been doing a great job of setting a wonderful example.
2: Yeah, he has. Yeah. And also, I think what LeBron does, and I don't know his friends, but I, I think LeBron puts his friends um you know he creates opportunities for his friends and for his quote-unquote business partners by letting them focus their minds to something else you know say okay you know i I don't know what you did back then but you're creative be creative in a positive way and let's let's do something you know don't and these Rappers, these athletes, they have friends like that that they could do that with, but they don't, and they just they let them stay who they are, where they are, and then they, you know, these people never leave, and they, um, you know, it gets worse and worse.
1: <sighs> uh, uh real quick and for music, I forgot to mention this, but did you see the Grammy nominations for Best Rap Album?
2: I did. I thought it was kind of weird
1: um, I'll say this <laughs> I got no problem with Victory Lap and I, I really don't have a problem with Cardi B either
2: oh yeah for sure I totally agree
1: I'm gonna look like the asshole for, for doing this but okay. Swimming Swimming was one of the best out rap albums of the year yeah Come on now, you? I, I'm sorry. I it, and it sucks, man. It sucks that he fucking passed away. Even like even if I wasn't a fan of his, he made music that people loved. it like, it just fucking sucks that he can't do that anymore. Right. But it is it's really sad. I just I did anybody listen to Swimming until he passed away?
2: I don't think so. But like. this is what I don't. I didn't understand and. I don't know how the stuff works But how can (laughs) How can Drake be on Best rap song Best rap performance Um (laughs) An album of the year But not being the best rap album Of the year That's the part I don't understand
1: I don't know man I just think they can't just give him all the awards (laughs)
2: how can you have the best rap song and i guess because al- half how can of his album, album of is the rap. year only half of his album is rap that's why uh, i guess so that's crazy to me though how can you have album of the year you be a rapper but you're not in rap album of the year but yeah i don't know you could be better than all their albums just not in rap that's that's crazy
1: yeah, I'll say there was no hotter song in 2018 than God's Plan.
2: Oh, yeah. And rap, yeah. you saying? Yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah.
1: I, yeah. I think maybe even in general. Like, name me a song that was just running for like three months. Uh, Boot Up
2: lasted a long time.
1: <laughs> Boot Up was everywhere for a while. Yeah, but over God's Plan? Like, was it really hotter than... I mean, I everybody I know, was man. singing the whole uh, Only Love My Bed and My Mama. Like, everybody was singing that shit. They were.
2: They were. They were. I don't know.
1: It... Boot Up is a good one, though. I didn't think of that. You're right. <clears throat> Boot Up is
2: close. That's that's the only one I think is close. That's okay, all. That's fair. When you ask yeah. me what other song, I would say that one. Um, nothing else, though. I got Some you. of the songs on Song of the Year, I haven't even... I've never even heard like
1: I didn't even see the songs uh, of the year nominations.
2: Uh Boot Up, God's Plan, All the Stars by Kendrick and SZA, huh. In my blood by Sean Mendez. I didn't hear joke, that one. The Joke by Brandy Carlisle.
1: Didn't hear that uh, one either.
2: The Middle by Zed Marin Morris and Gray.
1: I heard that uh, one. Hmm, that's interesting
2: shallow by lady gaga and bradley cooper and this is america by child just gave me enough i haven't heard the mendez uh carlisle Zed, or the lady gaga song yet and it's i mean the lady gaga song couldn't have come out that long ago
1: yeah it was the movie came out in like october so it had to be around that time yeah well speaking yeah, of movies not... did you see anything uh recently
2: I haven't, man.
1: Yeah, I missed I I've been missing stuff too.
2: I I will I have already planned to see Aquaman though, 100%.
1: 100%. Yeah, I I'm guaranteeing Aquaman. And there's Bumblebee. I'm okay. a little skeptical on Bumblebee. Um, but I I am gonna check it out because if they took it in a different like the fact that there's a new director makes me excited. The fact that it's okay. not Michael Bay is is enough of a reason for me to check it out.
2: Did you not like Michael Bay, or you just want to see what they did I
1: just, I just got tired of him. It's not that I didn't like him because I liked one, three, and I, I even I think four is a, even a guilty pleasure for me.
2: Which one was four?
1: Uh, the one in like China. Yeah, the first a- Wahlberg one.
2: <laughs> okay, guilty pleasure. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I mean, it's so fucking long, but I really like the villain, the little like bounty hunter that shows up. Uh huh. I, I forget his name, but he he was pretty cool. Yeah, man. I just uh-huh. think I just think it followed the exact same formula for like from two to five. It was the same formula. Right. And like, there was so much potential that they could have, they could have took it in a serious way. They could have addressed these like serious concerns. Like, you, there's so many different stories you can explore, and it just, it just focused only on the fucking explosions and the hot chicks and the like, the military subplots for no reason. Right. Every every fucking movie was like overly focused on the military. I'm with you. So yeah, man. I'm I'm excited to see what they do. They they're gonna. It, it's clear that they're trying to tell a more grounded story.
2: I'm excited for the cast too.
1: Yeah, I'm a big Haley Sein, uh, Seinfeld fan.
2: Yeah, John Cena. I mean, I'm interested. I like when John Cena is like. Um, I mean, he's he's just a good badass.
1: Yeah. Just because he is a badass. I thought he was really funny in that uh the comedy where they're going to like rescue their kids from uh losing their virginity.
2: Oh yeah, the, the cockwalkers Yeah, yeah, kids? that was a good one. <laughs> I, I missed it, but I, I wanted to see it. No one wanted to watch it with me though, but I, I gotta catch that. I did Uh there's another No, not Mary Poppins Returns. No thank you. <laughs> not welcome to Morrowind. I'll pass.
1: Mortal Engines uh, is one I was thinking about.
3: Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie.
1: So... Yeah, the the critical reception has not been good, and I usually don't care. But uh-huh. this is one of those like new startup franchise attempts.
2: It looks so cheesy, though. Yeah. It Looks, it's like there's a there should be a limit on how fake stuff can look, because. <laughs> it just looks so uh unreal you know I I don't know how to say it in proper vocabulary but it just doesn't look good to me I'm with you yeah it's so fantasy I, I, I guess it's just been a while since a fantasy movie like that has come out though. um that wasn't a superhero movie um I want to see Escape Room. I I think it's January, though, but... That looks good to me.
1: I'm Uh, excited for Glass.
2: Oh, Oh, yeah, me too,
1: for sure. What is Escape Room? I I haven't heard of this.
2: Um, Six strangers find themselves in circumstances beyond their control and must use their wits to survive. Oh, Uh, wow. They're in, like, this... They're in... And they, I guess, they sign up for this escape room because they're all supposed to be really smart. And then the escape room like can really kill them though. Like
1: okay.
2: it's like a. I, I guess it's kind of in the same realm as Saw, but not as, not as. Who are the leads? Any
1: noticeable lead actors or actresses?
2: Um, the girl was in uh, Lost in Space that was on Netflix. I don't know if you watched that.
1: No, I haven't, Um, but it's on my list to watch.
2: I really enjoyed that, by the way. But um, she, she's the black girl in there. Um, uh, I don't really know these other people.
1: That's fine.
2: I I, like the names look kind of familiar, but then I see their face and I don't recognize them. So, uh, I don't know. You you can check the trailer out later, but it looks interesting to me. and I'm usually not into those kind of movies, but this one looks is intriguing. Keanu Reeves is another movie coming out.
1: Um, Creed Two was a big one that I it doesn't look like I'm gonna get a chance to see. Also, uh,
3: okay.
2: I, the people I talked to said it was really uh, predictable, but um, that's
1: okay. I think boxing movies are usually that way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's only two options.
1: Right. Win or, Win or lose,
3: lose. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. I don't I think I'm gonna wait for it. Wait on that one. But uh shout out to Michael B. Jordan, he's having a good year.
3: He
1: is really shout year. out to Killmonger.
2: Yeah. Um, um I'll oh, say new... go ahead. The new trailer.
1: Oh that's you right. See? Oh my gosh. Are we gonna call out the title or is that a spoiler?
2: <laughs> Go ahead. Is Avengers Endgame right?
1: All right. Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I loved it, man. I loved. I love what they're doing. I just they didn't really show much. They gave us like a small reveal. With uh, again, spoiler alert. Ant Man doesn't like die. He's he's gonna be there. Right. Um I think there was and a like a a moment of hawkeye, right?
2: Yeah. He has like a mohawk now. Yeah. Or something. I, I Some don't kind know, of fresh man. haircut.
1: I love that they didn't really reveal anything.
2: I love that too. And I hope they I wish they would keep it that way. I know they won't. But I wish they would because
1: I, I feel like on on the Super, on Super Bowl they're going to put out a monster trailer. Yeah. That's right. gr- that's going to show like Thanos like in one hand he got Captain America, In the other hand he has uh, Iron Man or something like something insane. Yeah, it's
3: some...
2: yeah for sure. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm. I don't actually. Do you... I don't know if I'm ready or not.
1: <laughs> How do you feel I'm about Mar- Captain Marvel?
2: It. Um. It looks good to me.
1: I'm not gonna lie. The second trailer got me excited. I was the first trailer. I was a little like, yeah, I don't know. But that yeah. second trailer, it showed a little bit more. Um, and again, usually I'm not for that. I'm not a fan. But when it's like a mm-hmm. new, a new thing, kind of, mm-hmm. you do gotta show something to get people in the theater. Right. So I, I thought they did that, man. I'm gonna check that out for sure. Well, I'm also for sure gonna check it out because it's MCU. Right, but
2: and I, I, it might be necessary for the, uh, you know, the other movies. i um,
1: I hope, like, I hope people don't shit on it too much. If it kind of, if it stays on its own a little bit, you
3: what know you what mean? I mean. Like,
1: they're I know they're gonna have to connect it to to Avengers,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but I, I still want it to be its own thing.
2: Oh yeah, it it will because of the um. The crees think, the
1: uh, I think the time you know. period, right? I think she's like in the 90s or even something even earlier than that,
2: yeah. Because Samuel has hair, right? <laughs> Miraculously, it but the other thing is, um, she has her own team, so I, I think it, you know, how like Wonder Woman they're gonna keep making Wonder Woman's, but it's gonna be all before Justice mm-hmm. League, yeah. I, I think Captain Marvel is gonna be like that too because. There's other stuff other heroes that Captain Marvel like usually fights with. Mhm. Um but I think they're going to have their own set of movies too eventually. I mean, uh, you know, as a group her her team. Um but I'm speculating, so. Do what about the uh, Godzilla trailer? What would you think of that? Have you seen it? Yeah. The Titans.
1: I think it looks cool, man. Uh, it's it's interesting what they're going for. I
2: need
1: yeah. them to focus on the fucking monsters, though. If they if they fuck <laughs> it up by focusing on some human character for the majority of the fucking movie, I'm I'm gonna be so mad.
2: It's Millie Bobby Brown, right?
1: I believe so. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you know, you know, they're gonna focus on her. <laughs> they have to.
1: They got Stranger Things season to, three they coming have up. To.
2: I know yeah but that you know they're gonna want to do it cause that's I, I'm sure there's gonna be some people who have never seen any other Godzilla movie who are gonna go see this just because of Millie Bobby Brown I know a couple personally that will do that hmm. uh, I don't know though I'm I'm not sure if I like so many Godzilla fights with other Titans you know yeah, like I don't. I wish they didn't have to do that every movie. Like, can Godzilla just be the villain again one time, just once?
1: No, I think they got to go I'm bigger. Saying. They have it to has keep to be crazier and crazier. I think yeah, they have to keep people excited. So I think yeah, there's I a guess. lot of there's a lot of people like in the in the in the movie industry that are just not creative enough to come up with good stories like where you don't have to rely on, you know, the fact that you have gigantic monsters. Right. And that's I mean Kong was a perfect example of that. Yeah. Mon everything about Kong phenomenal. Yeah. Everything else fucking sucked. <laughs> I'm telling you man, I'm t- anybody who likes Kong, go back, go back and watch it. Some of the fucking dialogue in that movie made me cringe. Yeah. Like, they went for jokes where I was like, dude, are you serious? Like, who wrote this and thought, yeah, you need to say that? Let's, like, let's roll. And the dude says it, they cut, and we're like, there's our take.
2: Which one are you talking about?
1: Kong Skunk, Skull Island?
2: Okay, okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, I agree. I agree. You cast all these I, great
1: fucking actors, too.
2: Legendary actors.
1: What a waste. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, I I really I enjoyed it, but I can admit that it wasn't good. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it's I, the everything about Kong was awesome. Yeah, like just was. the whole Skull Island was awesome, and Mystique they put these and they put the, these fucking um, idiots in there. Why?
2: Yeah, the John C. Riley, but I didn't like that touch. Like I like him, but.
1: That's, His character that's funny. I didn't like. That's funny because John C. Riley was the one comedy touch I actually liked.
2: <laughs> oh no, no, he was he was funny, like as far as the comedy. But I'm saying the amount of comedy wasn't yeah. necessary.
1: I thought the some of the soldier characters were like so like Toby Kebbell was so fucking wasted. The yeah. one of the one of the straight out of Compton guys was so annoying to me. Oh, he
2: was. He was trash. the,
1: the easy e guy
2: <laughs> yeah
1: he was so poo
2: and the other one the dr Dre one he, he was trash yeah
1: he was a scientist yeah
2: yeah he was super trash um
1: <laughs> that's crazy though all right we don't need a deep uh, dive on skull island <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, it's getting late anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> I do
1: one uh, I don't know if we might wrap it up on this, but the big the big uh, like news thing I wanted to talk to you about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh Kevin Hart.
2: Mhm. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, what did you see about this cuz I have a hot take about this.
2: Um I'm not mad at Kevin for doing that for what you know how he handled it how he handled it and why he says he handled it that way i don't know if that's true but if it is true i mean if what he's saying is genuine you know he didn't he already apologized i get that and i i agree with the um if you have the energy to look up the homophobic tweets you should be able to look up where he's already apologized for it that's cool i get it and you shouldn't have to keep apologizing for it forever for something, you know, one event. You shouldn't have to apologize for it every time you want to do something like he deserves to have the freedom to not do that. Um, But it's just a bad situation, man. And, and it sometimes it feels like he's being targeted. I mean, in his opinion, but it's just it's just society, man. It's just weird. What do you what do you think about it? I have that? an entirely
1: different it? take on this. What is Now, it? I I read into this story a little bit just because I was just curious um like what the fuck really happened? Yeah. Um I I'll, I'll start by saying this. Um I think there's something secretive that was going on that I don't know if the academy found out about him or maybe it was something embarrassing something he didn't want revealed because this uh-huh. story is is when you really read into the details it is beyond shady it is dude <laughs> like, if you yeah, look you up his his initial apology is is nonsense what he really said was you know in 2018 I wouldn't have made that statement I would be smarter like that's not an apology that's you just saying like I regret posting it but like I basically still feel that way. Right. And I'm not I'm not saying he feels that way. I don't think he does. But I mm-hmm. think I think his apology was frankly horse shit.
2: Right? And it's bogus.
1: Yeah, and and what happened was, you know, as far as I could tell, the academy, you know, came out and were like, "Look, like you need to issue a real apology cuz this is a thing. You issue an apology, we move past it, boom." He said mm-hmm. no. You know, he got defensive and said, "No, um and you know he he said what he said obviously about that he doesn't need to repeatedly apologize and i agree with that if his initial apology wasn't trash
2: right okay
1: so in and, and here's where the shit gets I, I really can't comprehend why he did this why the fuck did he say i'm gonna step down because i don't want this to be a distraction right that was along the lines of what he said y- yeah and, i didn't get that either and why the fuck would he say that? And then he issued literally like a public, a real, genuine apology to the LGBT community, like a day or two later.
2: Right. It is strange. Why?
1: Why would you? Why would you step down and then do the thing that they were asking you to do?
2: Well, I, I guess. I mean, I could think of a reason, but I don't know why. But. Maybe it's because he doesn't want people to assume that he's only apologizing to do the Oscars. I think stepping down and apologizing is saying, you know what, I'm stepping down because I want to step down, but I want to give an apology because I want to, not because I want the Oscars job.
1: But then why shit because on them for you know, you know, being too sensitive?
2: I don't I don't know why he did that, but I I think you. I think most people would agree that if he did it, if he apologized and did the thing, it's just like you know, um, a mother grabbing her son's wrist and saying, "You know, give that back to that little boy. You you know, you stole this toy or something like that." Yeah. So, um, I I think he did the right thing in not doing the Oscars after the apology.
3: I agree with that. But
1: um, I just don't understand. I get what you're saying,
2: though. Yeah it is kind of strange i
1: really have no problem because i remember his like with the the stuff he tweeted about i remember his stand-up had to do with that like he talked right. about it in his stand-up like you know remember jokingly that his son would have a gay moment and that he would like just push him down because he didn't know how to react to it yeah like that that's the along the same lines of what he tweeted so yeah i, I completely agree that people are too sensitive about it that's that's a fact yeah. But I just I don't understand he could have issued the genuine apology and it could have just not been a thing. Right. I think his decision to step down made it a bigger thing.
2: Yeah, it it did, but I I really think it would have been worse if he just apologized and did the Oscars and then the apology would be more, I mean, would be less genuine because people are like, "Oh yeah, he just did the he just apologized so he could do the Oscars." But at least apologizing and not doing the Oscars kind of made it seem like it was really for the apology. It really has nothing to do with the Oscars now because it doesn't change him doing the Oscars or not. Yeah, I got you. But I get what you're saying because obviously the first apology wasn't that genuine. So maybe he felt like this one, if people do look at it and say, you know, he's only doing that because he has to, then it wouldn't be as genuine either so uh,
1: my thing yeah, it's so funny you... now the Oscars are so fucked <laughs> like who's gonna who can replace Kevin Hart and you know at the end of this show you're not gonna be like eh, you know Kevin Hart would have been better
2: yeah no, no one I mean maybe Kimmel
1: but again? it would be
2: uh, for a different reason
1: huh Kimmel again
2: just because people like them I'm saying
1: I, I'm with that yeah uh,
2: but I'm obviously anyone else no one would be funnier but I'm saying if someone did it someone that someone uh, that people liked did it then I maybe people wouldn't have such a problem with it yeah I but, read um,
1: something about it that uh like people don't want to do it anymore like <laughs> they're they're reaching out to people and nobody's really interested in the job because it's really I mean, they always... The hosts always get shit on.
2: They do. For and, everything.
1: Yeah, and, and I think... You know what the problem is to me? Like... The crowd that doesn't really fit what the hosts usually go for.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not one of those events. It's not, really not even a Kevin Hart kind of event.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. I, if anything, I think they should be a little more they should shy away from like the comedy and all that and just focus on cause the, the point of the Oscars is to celebrate, you know, cinema. Yeah. So just focus on, and I know it's a huge show, but yeah, I, I understand why they, I, just, I think they should focus on the point of it. Not really the, the side like entertainment for, I'm assuming for regular people.
2: Yeah. And I also think they should, it shouldn't make it so formal I think the, it being so formal kind of creates the boundaries, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. I think if it was less formal, there'd be more, uh, you know, there'd be less rules and less pressure on the hosts and the environment, the atmosphere itself. I think, um. you know, if it was more like the Grammys... Or, you know, people wore what they wanted to wear. It wasn't such a tuxedo kind of night. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like a wine and, you know, wine night. It was just a chill out. Everyone's having a good time. Maybe it would be easier for someone like Kevin Hart to, you know, that be his space. But definitely, I mean, he's not an elegant guy, obviously. Right. So it's not, he doesn't fit an elegant audience. I mean, half the time when they show them, they don't even laugh at the jokes so you know it's really I, just for the viewers <clears throat> entertainment yeah, at that point
1: espies do the same shit i don't what's the point of putting a guy up there to roast everybody you're about to celebrate like <laughs> when did that become like a yeah everybody wants to see that I, it does it's not even a big deal to people
2: right like how many I liked opening when Drake mo- did it but okay yeah but
1: I, it still shouldn't have been
2: how it was it, it made it. It really made it a Drake show and not the ESPYS.
1: Yeah, it's strange to me. Because
2: honestly, <laughs> until you said the ESPYS, I forgot. Like, I knew Drake hosted something, but I didn't know what it was. Right. Until you said the ESPYS, like, oh yeah, that's right. Drake was hosting the ESPYS that time when he was singing to Skylar Diggins and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Which was funny, but you know,
1: I remember. It's, it's weird now. I remember watching uh, Peyton Manning do it. Yeah, that shit made me cringe. <laughs> that oh, was dude. terrible. <laughs> Why the fuck did they bring Peyton Manning out there to roast everybody? Like,
2: did just... he make a did he make a Westbrook yeah joke? yeah he did. I liked it though. <laughs> it wasn't funny. I mean, it was so dry that it was funny. He had like that, you know. Like that Steve Carell kind of humor almost to me. Mm -hmm. Like he kind of had to go off Westbrook and Durant's faces that made it funny, not the actual joke. Yeah, you know. Uh,
1: I guess last uh, question about it is, if you had to throw a name out there to host, anybody come to mind?
2: Other than Kimmel.
1: Yeah, like somebody I don't know, somebody who hasn't done it or maybe needs to be back after a long absence or something. Um.
2: no i can't think of
1: anybody i'll say yeah, um, i
2: wish w- uh, go ahead
1: i'll say this is probably impossible so i guess it's unfair but i think the rock would be dope
2: yeah he probably would be good
1: i uh, just the, the his relationship with kevin hart kind of makes it impossible but some something about <laughs> the rock man like just he just infects people with like good positive energy
2: yeah he does and he is funny too. Yeah, he
1: could come out there and he could deliver on all the stuff he needs to deliver on. He could do it like he—he's got that like good um, TV persona.
2: A really good stage presence too. Right. I was gonna say it sucks that Will isn't really funny anymore. I don't know what happened. You talking about Farrell? <laughs> no, Will Smith. Oh. Uh. I said it, it sucks that he's not really Will Farrell's still funny, but. Um, it sucks that Will Smith isn't funny anymore because I think he would be a good, um, he'd be a good host for for stuff. I'm not saying for the Oscars, but Jamie Foxx would be good.
1: Yeah, I like that.
2: Um, but I don't think he'd do it either. He probably has some homophobic comedy they'd pull up from 20 years ago. too yeah, they
1: did the same shit. They're talking about uh, they were talking about Eddie uh, Eddie Murphy coming back because you remember he like. He dropped out because he had an issue with some director.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, they were talking about him coming back, but they were like, oh, if he does, he's going to have to apologize for Raw. I was like, get the fuck out of here, man.
2: For Raw? Yeah. Raw, that was 30 years ago. That's
1: what I'm st- Come on, man. Like, we going to dig up Richard Pryor from the grave and ask him to apologize, too? Like, come on.
2: You see um, Nick Cannon pulled uh, Sarah Silverman and Amy Schumer's I homophobic tweets. In jokes, I I really wasn't on
1: board with that one.
2: It it was unnecessary. I mean, but that's Nick. Nick always does unnecessary, but you know. There's a reason they didn't
1: ask any of those three to host the Oscars.
2: But what did Amy Schumer host? She hosted something recently.
1: Mm, I couldn't tell you.
2: Like last year, she. I can't remember what she hosted, but.
1: Dude, I watched. It doesn't
2: matter. I don't really care.
1: I'll save that. I got some hot uh I got some good things to say about certain things and bad things to say, but we'll save that for next time.
2: <laughs> about in, what though? In, in,
1: movies and shows.
2: Oh, uh, okay. I mean Okay. I'm gonna play my gym real quick. Um since I was talking about Anders and since uh I urged people to go back and check it out, um this is uh one of his singles. Um, It's called Don't Call I mean it's a really short song but yeah, um, yeah I
1: liked how that sounded
2: yeah he's smooth man he's a smooth dude um yeah all right we we're longer than usual cuz we had a lot to talk about but uh winding down you got anything else to say for
1: us? no i'll say uh what should the, uh, we probably got what two two more episodes this year
2: uh yeah
1: I think one one more normal episode, and then we'll have an end of the year recap. Yeah. Special twenty eighteen breakdown. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, well, what do
2: you what are you thinking? You want to do ten each?
1: Uh, depends on how many lists we're doing. I guess we could we could start talking about it now a little bit like uh, top 10 movies obviously um, okay top ten albums or do you want to go top five
2: um let's go let's go five with movies 10 with albums okay yeah uh, yeah what else is that really it um any sports? I guess not we'll make,
1: We can make predictions For Super Bowl
2: Yeah Super Bowl Predictions Yeah
1: Um I don't yeah, know if I I'm gonna don't... be ready To make any NBA predictions yet
2: Yeah no. Nah. NBA is Way out of control
1: <laughs> I couldn't Yeah I couldn't tell you Who's coming, who's coming out To any conference <laughs> Right <for> now
2: <laughs> Yeah for real Uh Yeah NBA is wild Um
1: I love it. I'm I'm all for it. I'm
2: excited. I'm excited to see uh, cousins. Man, he's he's moving.
1: Yeah, he's big X factor.
2: Cutting. Um, man, I don't know. They're gonna be OD when he comes back. If he's seventy five percent, they're still dude. If he's
1: fifty percent, they're probably gonna be OD.
2: I mean, especially when they get him some threes. Oh. <laughs> when the whole team, all each one of their positions is like arguably the best shooter. Not, I shouldn't say arguably the best, but probably top 10 three-point shooters at all, you know, at their position. Obviously, the top three are probably the top three in their position. But I think Draymond would be top 10 three-point shooting power forwards. And, Cousins is definitely top 5 shooting centers right now. I'm saying in the league right now. So, so they're, they're going to be wild. But Yeah. I'm excited for that for real.
3: We'll see we'll,
1: um, we'll uh we'll let you guys know next episode how many like lists we're really going to do cuz we just kind of yeah. started talking about it off the top of our heads so.
2: Oh, real quick, man. I, I know and trust me I don't like complex either, right? Their top album list was complete garbage.
1: I didn't see it, my bad. You complete get, you, you have to garbage. send me this cuz I'm 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 sure it was. I couldn't like just as soon as you said complex, I was like it's going to be something trash.
2: It's so fake, dude. They're, they're hype beasts, man. I mean I don't want to go into a complex rant because I know some people out there really like complex, and they I, they get a lot more readers than we do <laughs> listeners. I get it, uh, but come on, man! Like it, it's not, it's not really. Um, they're not genuine, man. There's no way they're genuine. There's no way well, I'll send you the list it, Yeah And yeah, we can talk about it next time They also hey.
1: have like I feel like they have a bias Because they're connected To a lot of the artists Like they work with A lot of artists They use a lot of Like the artists Use them a lot For promotion For sure
2: So Promotions it's Promotions are crazy Nonsense
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: They sign deals Yeah I mean And if you guys Don't b- believe that uh, Go look up What Joe Budden said Right he left Yeah That was part of the reason Well not why he he got fired But one of the reasons why he Was okay with getting fired Was because he didn't like how stuff was going there Them signing Nike deals And stuff like Come on man Anytime you see something when they promote Nike They have a Nike deal So you know you gotta look at You gotta think about that Um But yeah man I'm done for the night I'm exhausted
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll be back uh, What you think? Sometime before Christmas?
2: Yeah, for sure
1: I'm not gonna promise anything For the end of 2018 In terms of like time and consistency But I will say in 2019 We are gonna be more consistent
2: For sure And we're we're gonna think about Some things to um, Enhance the podcast Yep uh, In 2019 we, we're coming up with some resolutions. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm excited, man. 2019 is going to be a big year. But everyone says that every year. So,
1: Alright. You good? Yeah, man. We'll be back. Thanks for listening as always.
2: Yep. Until next time, please subscribe. Please tell your friends. Please link up, uh, you know, hit us up on instagram whatever uh, but yeah until next time
4: She a rock star being a heavy metal Girl shaped like a coke bottle at the end In love with her till she wouldn't let the devil in She pop pills like medicine She probably gon' die, starting to be evident I told her slow down, girl you haven't said I'm a thug but I got a heart like Kevin in And I can't let this girl throw her life away Kick a dorm room man I told her put the knife away Took her to the hospital like right away She an angel with demons, the girl like night and day Stressed out, parents getting divorced Girl loving both, she in in the car She a square so it's hard to see the angle. And that's why God gave her guardian angel, it's me I'm here for, swear to God that I'm here for, last nigga got her caught up in the airport, she ain't had no price she went and the for him, she ride or die like even now make home cooked meals every evening, start stripping on the side, now I'm tripping on the side, love like, like Jocelyn and Steven there am I wrong for being the best that I can do? her, taking the son and trying to be Out of me. That's my mama, and I love her, with my heart, like I love you, if you're struggling, baby daddy ain't taking care of kids, girl, you can get a hug too, I'm here whenever you need me, don't reach out, it's that easy, I love women, cause without women, would none of us niggas be breathing, so let's pray!